With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. That's right. Happy to be here with you on a Saturday morning. Uh, Looking forward to doing this show with you, George. Can't lie. We've known each other for a couple of years. Yeah, man, it's the first time we got a chance to work together, though. We talk a whole lot of smack with each other. By the way, what is it, cornhole? Corn toss? What is it? Cornhole, man. I am the cornhole champion, man. Yes. I I, I know they said six-year NFL veteran, which means you know football. I know you know sports. You're very well prepared and ready to rock and roll. But don't ever challenge to this man the game of cornhole if you ever see him out and about somewhere because he's good. Now, I came back on you, but I still lost. Yeah, man. It, it, I don't know how I got into cornhole, but it, it um I didn't even know what it was. And then I was playing it one day at a at a tailgate and it just caught. I went and bought me a set. I play with the kids. They all know and we got to play by the rules. And are you a play with the kids but I I like allow them to have a chance type of guy or are you a I destroy you? Dad has to do what he has to do. My 13-year-old, I destroy him. But the but the rest of the kids, I give them an opportunity. I let them, I let them have some success. But I eventually win. Okay, because I'm still gauging. I'm minor too young now, almost three and almost one. So everything's cute and fun and yeah, dad, you know. But at about five or six, dad has to win everything. Yeah, so I want to make sure they know. But I'm, I want to make sure I'm following other dad's rules around here. Yeah, and there's a couple things that my 13 year old has beat me at like once or twice. And the cool part is he feels really good about it because he knows that he earned it. 
Dad right. didn't give this to you. That's true. You earned this victory, and it feels good to him. Uh, well, what didn't feel good uh, is for Dodger fans. And I hate, you know, it's funny. I, I was walking out of work yesterday having the conversation, and someone said to me that basically, now there was a bias. I won't get into why, but this particular person, you know, is, is tied to the Dodgers. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. So there was an immediate like reaction of when I he saw my mouth getting ready to say I hope Kirk and he knew don't where, you do it where don't that made you him do gone. it so he said no he's good that's people oh, that's overblown and he, he's he's fine he he exercises demons kind of went in talking about Clayton Kershaw and uh, that may not have been the case last night now you and I were talking before the show we kind of seemed to be on the same page but Dodgers lose four to two to the Nationals Steven Strasburg is exactly what you heard many years ago when he was coming into the bigs where you thought this kid was you know the next big thing and he showed last night why people were so excited about him many years ago uh and Clayton Kershaw while wasn't horrible and I think it's a bit overblown on Twitter if you go by Twitter the loud minority the fact of the matter is, George, Clayton Kershaw just never delivers regular season Clayton Kershaw. And the best example you can kind of go with, except this person did finally win and win a couple rings, but it reminds me a bit of Peyton Manning. Oh, stop it, dude. See, you're that Peyton Manning guy, the guy that says he's not that good in the in the nope. postseason. Hold up. But the reality is uh, Peyton Manning, Clayton Kershaw, two of the best at their sport Absolutely. Of, of all time. And what I see when I see Clayton Kershaw is two things. Because a lot of times people just point to wins and losses. Right. But the reality is the Dodgers don't give him the same run support in the postseason as they do in the regular season. And I think that Clayton Kershaw puts so much on on himself. I think that there is a time where athletes sometimes almost get psyched out when they want to win too badly. He's a guy who who it matters to him. And I love that about him. And after a few times of coming up short in the postseason, Dodgers losing, it is on him. And he's like, oh, I got to win this game. I got to do this. I got to do this. And you hear so much chirping around you, and he wants it to stop. Blah, 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 George. Yes, yes, I will agree with you that he does not get the best run support, right, at times. And I do think – Maybe there's an element, and maybe not so much now, but for you know the first seven, eight years of his career where in the back of your mind you go in knowing, hey, we have Clayton Kershaw on the mound. We have our ace. We have the best pitcher in baseball going to the, you know, starting for us tonight. Yeah. I think there's an element of that in your back. Ooh, well, I'm not performing well. I'm not in a good rhythm, but at least we got Clayton on the mound. For sure. But, and I think there is a bit to that. But the fact is that the last four or five years, at some point you have to go – Maybe he's not going to get it done, okay. or maybe he will be less than. And I do think it's slightly overborne his performances in the playoffs. But the fact is, he's nine and eleven with an ERA of four thirty four thirty three. And so, what we expect from greats is simply this: if you are a great in any sport, typically you find a way to, at minimum, just be yourself. Yeah. Or yeah, but you need to step it up. To step it up. And I tweeted during the first inning because I am a Dodgers fan. I tweeted, I said, I'm a Clayton Kershaw defender, but he came real close to questioning my loyalty in the first inning. And then I said, the only player I have less confidence in their postseason performance potential than Clayton Kershaw is James Harden. And and I was like, but then third inning, fourth inning, fifth inning, I was like, ooh, ooh, this is actually a quality start. And and that's a great point. If this were... 
June 3rd, that's a quality start. Started off Little Rocky, had a bad second inning, first inning, second inning, and all of a sudden you got out of it. Look, the way the Dodgers hit the ball the night previously, they went 6 nothing. If I can get, you know, half of that, we at least tie and go to extra innings yeah. at the time. And that changes and, the complexion of the uh, of the game. It changes everything when when they can't come out and say, All right, we we have a lead, let's protect the lead. It changes the entire way the Nationals pitching staff comes out. It changes the energy that they come out with. Because if the Dodgers I mean, even if they're threatening with runners in scoring position, I think through five innings, Steven Strasburg had a perfect game going. Yeah, he did. 17 strikeouts. There's only 27 outs (laughs) in a game. You strike out like 65% of the time. That is unreasonable. But that's the point. Strasburg came in on a short rest, mind you, because, of course, he pitched in the wildcard game. He comes in on short rest, and he balls out. You saw what Verlander did, which we can either get into later or discuss now, and the fact that another guy needs a, you know, comes in. All right, you're starting. You're our ace. Do your thing. He does it and continues to become one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Just continues really to add to his legacy, and that's what's so troubling about this. Is you, I'm like you, and an apologist. I want to say we're blowing it out of proportion. It's not as bad as it looks, or we're, you know, we're making it. Just Twitter's the loud minority. The fact is, he just. At worst, isn't his normal self. Maybe he's not the I would worst, agree with that. but he's not his normal self. Yeah, and he's too great to not be at least just be you. Maybe you don't have to take it to the next notch. But here is Clayton Kershaw talking about that second inning. The second inning tonight was not good. You know that was that was then the the decision in the game. Really, you know, I think uh, you know you get two strikes, two outs on a hitter. They shouldn't score any runs to that point, and they scored two more. And after that, and uh, that was the difference in the game. Uh, that was a, well, well, part of the difference in the game. Well, that was, was a, that was the technical was difference of the game. Four it was to two, brutal. But. He hit two batters. Yeah, I mean that is he hit two. First, he gave up a um, in in what was the first pitch of the game. He gave up a single. Yeah. And, I mean, Justin Turner probably should have stopped the uh, ball, but but so what? Then he comes back with a walk, then a hit by pitch. Now you got the bases loaded. They got out of the jam, only gave up one one run. So you're like, okay, okay. They minimized the damage. And and just like Clayton Kershaw said, that second inning was rough. Again, he hits another batter. Down, he was up 0-2 in the count and then hit a batter. That's you. You know, you're not helping our earlier point that it wasn't as bad, right? You're just you're because the more you the more we dissect it and kind of uh, you know look at it for the microscope. You start to really see this was a flawed first two innings. Yeah, it looked like innings. a disaster. But but it but that's the problem again with with when we say look because then you get you guess let's not even look at the other guys. Let's not look at Verlander. Let's not look at Strasburg. Let's look at the guys on his team. You look at what Walker Bueller was able to do. Young cat, young cat, big you know big star. Hey, here's the ball. You are ace. Go get it done, and he does. How interesting is that, though, that the Dodgers chose to go with Walker Buehler in game one over Hinjin Ryu, who could be a Cy Young winner, right. over their all-time greatest pitcher, Clayton Kershaw. They put the ball in the young cat's hand, and then Clayton Kershaw comes back. I mean, and what did what, what, what did he pitch, six or seven scoreless innings? Yeah. And then Clayton Kershaw comes back, has a rough day, and I think that you you spoke to it already about the Dodgers' mindset, that they know how great Clayton is, and I think sometimes they get a little bit of offensive complacency. But this Dodgers striking out 17 times, 
This is what we've seen from the Dodgers in the big, postseason. Big facts, big facts. They play home run ball because they do have so much power. They have so many left-handed, uh, so much left-handed hitting. They have advantages a lot of times when it comes to matchups. So, and they know that they can hit the ball out of the park. Everybody's paying attention to launch angles. And then you the, get to the, the postseason. Oops, did I say that? There's no new ball, man. Man, man every, stop it, George. Manfred's telling you. Everybody's telling you. There's stop no it. ball. I know the MLB is manufacturing daughter, the balls them themselves. They're not, you know, they're not disclosing who's doing it. What what's changing it? But they're telling us it's not a new ball. George, we have to my believe daughter it, right? will tell me she didn't eat a cookie with cookie all over her face. Okay? <laughs> I'm not falling for that. Uh, Daddy, no, I didn't have a cookie. Maybe there's Oreos all on your face. Okay? <laughs> you can't tell me. Speak, you just said it. The Dodgers and all this power. The Dodgers set a new home run record every other week. It's a new one. The most home runs in May, in June, in July, for a whole season, for left-handed back. There is something up with the balls. Don't play with me. Get on base, man. That's the name that's, of the. That's the name of the game in the postseason. I, I talked to so many baseball people because my uh, son's a high-level baseball player. He's 13 years old. You know, he's been uh, working out with the USA team. All of this stuff, and I'm sitting here like. All of the baseball people talk about how nobody takes a two-strike approach. And what that is 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 that they they change where they are on the, in the box. They get a little closer to the plate, and they go for getting on base. Like they hit for average at that point in time instead of hitting for power. But in the bigs, these guys know that they can hit the ball out. They know that the ball may be juiced. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're saying, well, my greatest chance at not only – getting at scoring but making more money because home runs right. generate money and and they don't care about your strikeouts so much and it destroys the Dodgers game in the postseason because last year when they played the what the well when they played the Astros and when they played the Red Sox in the World Series they both literally just just small was, ball yeah. base hit them to death, and you had all the, everybody except for Puig was trying to hit the ball out of the park and didn't do anything. That's the biggest thing right now in baseball is that you know got everybody everybody's. I mean, every we're setting records for home runs, but we're also on the backside flip setting records for strikeouts. And it used to be, you know, a guy had a hundred and some strikeouts. It's kind of embarrassing, right? You walk yep. with your head down, like, oh, you know, they, they, they're they're gonna mark me as that type of player, that type of hitter. Uh, but now it's like no one cares. No, it's not. It's not. A, it's not, a, it's not an indictment 40, on you. If you hit forty plus home runs and you have over a hundred strikeouts, they're like, ah, no, it's a great season, buddy. Right, great it's, season. And and you're and so it's the same thing even with with pitching. There's this, it's like the strikeout or home run too. There's there's no pitchers aren't necessary uh, finding ways to pitch different ways to just get guys to ground out. So it's it is a different game, but I think that's applicable to all sports right now. You just mentioned James Harden, right? We're never seen a guy. Just shoot threes or get a layup. So much like yeah. that. That's it. Like there's no in between. There's no post up. It's just I'm either shooting this three, step back three, or you're following me at the free throw line. But because analytics say yep. better percentage to shoot the three if you're going to shoot at a decent clip, or of course get to the free throw line where you're going to shoot 90 percent. So we're just seeing that all over sports right now, where 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 it is. You know these. The smart guys, if you, which I was just watching Moneyball again for like the forty fifth time. That's a great. <laughs> while I'm actually cooking or doing something else, let me just turn on something. We need to do that, Gavin. We need to have like George at some point before this day is over. We need to have give me like your top five, top ten. 
I've seen it 172 times, but if it's on, I got to stop moving. Oh, for sure. I, want, we, I, I need that sure. list. Yeah. And hey. matter of fact, you can jump in too if you want to. Hit us up 877-996-99 on Fox. Again, that's 877-996-6369. Love hearing from you. Uh, let's come back. A lot of college football to get to, a lot of, of course, pro football. But speaking of college, I want to talk about that new Senate Bill 206, the pay to uh, paying ask college athletes. Want to touch on that, get your thoughts. Haven't heard from you about it. We will do that next. And again, if you want to jump in, talk about uh, the Dodgers. Maybe you want to talk about the Astros getting a win, the Yankees as well. Hit us up again one more time, 877-996-6369. George Reister, K-Dub Live for me on Twitter. You can reach out to us that way as well. It's Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Jason McIntyre's show, except you got Kelvin Washington and George Reister with you. Hanging out on a Saturday. Lots to get to. A lot of football action. Uh, of course, we got some MLB to get back to. College football, pro football. Uh, but, but I want to talk about this new State Bill 206. Name, image, and likeness. Uh, college athletes finding a way to be paid for their name, image, and likeness in the state of California. Now you have other states proposing and saying we would be interested in something like that. You've had college uh, commissioners of leagues come out and say, ah, ah, ah. Uh, they don't like it. And uh, it is very, it's, it's caused a bit of controversy, not to mention the fact that, and I know you want to get to this, George, you got 
the governor of California, Governor Smooth Gavin Newsom, the, the boy is smooth. You got it. The man is a smooth looking brother. I've known Gavin Newsom. So the first time I met Gavin Newsom was with our guest that's coming on later on today was this guy named Doug Hendrickson, who was my agent at the time. That time he was working at Octagon, which is one of the biggest sports agencies, particularly in football, but they're big in basketball. They own a uh, they own a, a European soccer team. Oh, oh wow. it's like okay. it's a big They're not agency. playing around. No, no, no. They got that money money. When that when I say the boys got his own money, <laughs> Octagon's got their own money. Oh, that's and, a great that's a great line. Great movie. And so he's been a friends with Gavin for a long time and we went out to uh dinner. And this is when he was back in like he wasn't even the he wasn't even the mayor of San Francisco yet. He was trying to be the mayor. And and my and Doug told me he was like, dude, this dude's gonna be president. One day, and I was like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever." And now this dude is running Cali- California. But the the interesting part about it was so Bill two two hundred six. It's turned into law, and it was announced on LeBron James the shop. I thought that that was just so telling. The idea of privatized news now that this sort of thing, this landmark legislation was announced on the shop with LeBron James. I think that that shows how powerful that LeBron James really is. And the fact that he never was involved with the NCAA, never involved with the NFL, but he stays in their business right? trying to fight for other people in terms of things that he believes in. And that pisses people off. And I just find that very interesting, like how LeBron has cemented himself and his and the uninterrupted and his whole idea of more than an athlete. He has inspired an entire generation and future of athletes because they're like, huh, I don't have to just shut up and dribble. I don't have to just just stick to my lane like that. I can be great at my sport and be great at other things. You've said so much. There's a lot to unpack there because, and I, I think it, the latter of what you said about LeBron and kind of inspiring a generation of really, I, I would say not even just younger people who are up and coming. I would say even his peers and some who may even be older to him, but are still playing their you know perspective sports, respective sports, that the business mindset. Like I don't have to just accept whatever it is. I don't have to just say, okay, boss, I'll sign on a deal. No, yeah. it's like, well, what is in the deal? What's it, let me get? Hey, uh, Nike, Adidas, let me get equity as opposed to just simply you know signing a deal or contract with you guys so i think i definitely i want to touch on that because i think it plays into how we're starting to see players dictate their own journey we i know we're going to touch on that a little bit so there's there's a lot there but going back to the collegiate aspect of this so one of the things that a lot of people are scared of and, and you have people jumping out and saying you know they don't they're not in favor of or don't like is the idea of you know um how are you going to – what about the women's sports? What about the sports that don't matter? What about this? And, the, and simply saying, look, this is – no one is saying have the universities pay them. In Correct. fact, it is saying the opposite. That's that's where so much of this gets lost because you have so many people saying, oh, these people, these kids are going to now become employees. But that's couldn't be further right. from the uh, truth. What the bill allows is for college athletes – to be able to profit off their name, image, and likeness. And what that actually means is, is that number number one, they can make money from things like YouTube. Because yeah. we, we saw the kid at the kicker at UCF a couple years ago. He had a monetized YouTube mm-hmm. channel. 
NCAA came in and said, well, you listen, you cannot make any money off of that. If you do, you will be ineligible. They can make money off a podcast. They can make a Patreon page. There are so many different avenues and ways for them to make money that doesn't come out of the school and doesn't make them employees of the school. And then the other part is, is that they can then what what the bill actually does is it blocks the NCAA from making these players ineligible and right. making the the schools banning them from postseason play and all that. So the kids will be able to sign with agents for marketing purposes and they will be able to enter into endorsement con- contracts, whether it's doing a, a commercial for the local car dealership, whether it is a restaurant, something like that. And even in athletic or um, or apparel. But here's the catch, which is actually good. That a they, these agents have to be certified federally and with the state, but also most importantly, is that the university's contracts supersede those what the players want to enter into. So if Kelvin, if you are going to school at the University of Oregon and Adidas comes comes to you and they say, "Listen, we want to offer you an endorsement contract." Well, Oregon is a Nike school. So now you have to take that contract to Oregon and if it conflicts with Oregon's current contract with whoever their shoe partner is, is current currently Nike and probably always will yeah, be. Yeah, I think that one's <laughs> it's safe to say it. I'll always be Nike. And then the player cannot enter into that contract. And and that and so that you're just you're just continuing, George, there to prove the point of why it's not going to do much in the hindrance of the schools, right? You don't have to pay them, so therefore you don't have to look at a uh for instance, everybody keeps talking about Title Nine and and a you know, a particular girls or females sport and say, Well, we can't pay them, so why should we have to pay you? And that's not fair. It is simply very American, very capitalistic to say, George, if somebody wants to pay you to go down to Bob's Pizzeria for two hours on Saturday, $500, $1,000, go ahead. And a lot of women's advocates have actually come out and said, uh, this is good. A lot of former female college athletes have said, this is good. It's the most fair thing to it's do. It's the most fair because now if I'm the star softball player and I know there's re- there is no professional ranks for me, this is the end of it for me, yep. but I have a little buzz on campus – and someone wants to have me come out and make a couple hundred dollars at their again, you know, their dealership, their this or or uh, you know some other local. Let's say a, a younger softball league wants to have me come out and tutor the girls, teach the girls, and they want to throw me a couple hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, thousand dollars. They this summer they want me to come teach the girls for a summer and give me two thousand. Great. Yep. So be it. That is the most American way, and and it, it makes me laugh. That this can happen in so many other things. So you can be a star tennis player at 15, 16, make all the money you can. Yep. You can be you a can star be gymnast. Golf. Right. There you go. Or oh, imagine the uh the uh, young lady who play uh who's the gy- who the the gymnast star at UCLA. Uh uh Osha- uh Caitlin Oshani. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how much money that she could make if she had her own YouTube channel. I'm gonna give you a couple other names, Kelvin. I'm gonna give you Skylar Diggins. Imagine how much money that she could have made. She, she or, probably didn't even have to go to the yeah. WNBA. Diana Taurasi, Brittany Griner, uh, Sabrina Ionescu. Like these are people who would have been able to make money, or even a kid like Ashton Eaton, who turned out to be an Olympian. Yep. And 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 the and the world's greatest greatest athlete because he's a decathlete. 
These are people, it just levels the playing field for everybody. And it's not just the two attack of the lowers. It's not just the— That's the key part. I think we only focus on the big names and all. Oh, that's not fair. They're going to make other— No, this allows even the—someone t- will pay the let's go basketball— the 12th man on the bench just because he's associated. Yep. If you're telling me I can get some player from Duke to come teach my camp, now he might only make two, three, four hundred dollars but I guarantee you he's excited about that two, three, oh, four hundred dollars sure. that he made. So, all right, let's get to uh, what's trending right now. But again, remember, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. George and I will have more on this when we come back. But ILO, Isaac Lowe and Cron, what's trending, man? Morning, Kelvin and George. Now, we've all been doing this for a long time we might have the greatest quote in the history of sports that we've ever heard coming up moments from now but first of all let's run down friday's major league baseball division series action and the upstart washington nationals defeating the dodgers in la four to two to tie their division series at one win apiece steven strasburg struck out 10 in six innings and allowed just three hits for the win Max Scherzer came in to pitch the eighth inning and struck out the side. Clayton Kershaw took the loss, so the series tied at one. In game one of the ALDS at Yankee Stadium, DJ LeMayhew had a home run and four RBIs as the Yankees defeated the Twins 10-4. And in college football Friday night, Cincinnati upset 18th-ranked Central Florida 27-24. Now... Kansas Athletic Director Jeff Long issued an apology overnight following Kansas's Midnight Madness basketball event at Allen Fieldhouse because of a performance by Snoop Dogg that included pole dancers, a money gun, and profanity. And to put this into a little bit of context, remember, Kansas just happens to currently be facing five level one NCAA violation charges including a lack of institutional control. Now, here is the quote by Jeff Long. And he, I I almost can't even believe this. So he issued an original statement. This is actually an amended statement that goes into even more priceless detail. Quote, we made it clear to the entertainer's managers that we expected a clean version of the show. I take full responsibility for not understanding what acrobatic dancers are in today's entertainment world (laughs) and offer my personal apology to anyone who was offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere at Kansas and fell short of that this evening. Unquote. Remember, those aren't strippers, kids. They're acrobatic dancers. Listen, I, I just thought what I heard was fitness training and financial literacy. You did, That's all I heard. That's what I heard. So I, I don't get what the issue was. He was showing uh, the new. That's a new phenomenon, actually. Uh, it, it really is. Pole workouts is a real thing. It is. Like you have house moms in middle America yeah, are true. doing that. And then him. Spreading out money is actually showing how you are you are not to handle money. Don't be frivolous. And I thought it was a very educational program from Snoop. You know what? 
Kansas needs to hire you as a PR consultant because you are absolutely right. He needs to issue a third statement retracting the apology. I thought it was an educational thing. Hey, <sighs> I didn't see what the problem was. You see, here's the thing is, when you hire Snoop, you know everybody you knows go. what Snoop Dogg there is. You go. That's like hiring Snoop Dogg and expecting him not to smoke weed. Yeah. I mean, you know it's going to happen. He's going to violate your rules, your 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 indoor codes, whatever they are. You know what this is. So I don't know why anybody else thought that they were going to get anything different. This, this is the definition of insanity. That That is strange. Hey, thank you, Isaac. Uh, I thought I was going to see David Copperfield at Magic City, but uh, no, it was, it was something else. No, right, not that not that Magic uh, City. No, <laughs> wrong, wrong city. Wrong city. It uh, is magic, though. It is, yeah. That that is funny. <laughs> Got that right. That, but I, okay. We'll say <laughs> okay. this quick, then we can move on. Snoop, I do need you to have like a PG thirteen version. Yes. Of the show. Yes. And, and he had. And now You're at two, a college, two you know Kansas, better. Yes. To Kansas's credit, I personally have seen, and also have seen on you know television, Snoop do just a show with a DJ himself and have a good time. Yeah. And didn't and and it so wasn't. What is that about? Do you think he? purposely wanted to sabotage like does he have some connection to duke or something north carolina they're I like going there going there and ruin the city like let's go ahead and put the final blow to kansas like, <laughs> he's really a kentucky fan yeah like what's going on here investigation. they're already investigation this will be the final of the finish then like <laughs> what are we doing here snoop Dude, Snoop, you you ain't that high as Jamie Foxx once said on his stand-ups. You you ain't that high. Oh, for sure. But speaking of Magic City, though, I was in so my my rookie year in Jacksonville. Yeah, our last game of the season, we played the Atlanta Falcons, and this is what two thousand three. So in you know you hear all the songs, right? J- Jermaine Dupri and the Atlanta thing. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> this they're is, rocking at that point it's, in time. It's apex of popularity for those who are from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, 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 for sure. And so in my mind, coming from a college student, I'm like, yo, I got to see what this Magic City thing is about. Yeah. And some of the older guys, so we weren't going to the playoffs or anything like that. And some of the older guys were like, hey, yo, we're going to Magic City after curfew. I was like, okay, cool. And I was the only young cat that they really came that they really rocked with like that. I was starting at the time. So so they were like, okay, cool. You can come hang out with us. So we go out after curfew. We're in Magic City. And who do we and when you and at that point in time, when you walked in Magic City, you could either go to the right or you could go to the left. You went to the right, you went into the VIP area, but you were only being able to be seen by everybody else for like a hot second. Right. So so we go in, we go right, and when we go in and to the left, we see two of our coaches. <laughs> two of our coaches who had no business being there either. And it was one of those things like, hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, y'all show up to play tomorrow. We don't even got to talk about this. Right. And that's the way it went went down. We ended up playing playing well. No harm, no no, no foul, foul. Just, but it, I got a chance to understand what all the hype was about, and it was for for real. It was for real. Like these are real professionals. This, this, this is not the players' club. Right, right. This, yeah, you know what? Yeah. So, uh, I I back in uh, that that same era, like it, it, if you didn't have, I remember driving by there in maybe oh one or two. I don't remember somewhere back then. And the line was, you would have thought this was like a soup kitchen line for the home. It was so long. 
I was like, what is what is this? Like, it is ridiculous. It, it, yeah, so that's a legendary place. All right. I, I lived through it through the show Atlanta. That's how, I, you know, okay. they, they go in there and I thought you were going to say through Rob Parker. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rob Parker is about that life. Dude, yeah, he is. I was listening to the introduction to the Odd Couple yeah, that, the other day. I really paid Rob attention Parker. to it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. One wow. is the, what is it? One enjoys the pole. One enjoys the, the pulpit the, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 that yeah, describes it. That is hilarious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Want to hear something amazing other than about what we were just discussing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limits to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cash back match. Uh, we've got a couple minutes here, so we'll continue. Uh, going back to the Senate bill, S- uh, 206, basically paying California college athletes, or at least allowing them to. One of the things, George, I used to call it for years up until now, this is becoming a possibility for them to get paid for the name, image, and likeness, NIL, uh, is I've always said it was identity theft. That I could steal your identity. I could steal your height, weight, hair, size, everything, and put you on a video game, you not get paid. And the picture of you. I can put the picture of you. I can put the picture of you up on billboards. I can put your jersey up. I can... Control your name. I can control who and who and what could use your image on their own. In perpetuity. In, in per- exactly. Exactly. And I've always said that was identity theft. Like, that's literally, I'm stealing your identity. Now, just because they're telling you to, hey, I'm, by the way, I'm going to steal your identity, okay? But, hey, sign on here. And I just that's thought that. That's real pimping I, is what it is. That's a big pimping. And oh, I wanted to read this to you quickly. Uh, get your thoughts on this. So you had Jim Delaney, who is the commissioner, I believe, of the Big Ten. Yep. Uh, he said this past Wednesday, he he went on some, some radio um Actually, he had a press conference. This is what he said. He said, I think the law of unintended consequences and the law of slippery slope apply here. Uh, now, mind you, this man makes millions yep. per year. Yeah. He, he, he makes like 2.5 or 2.8. And are you ready for this? That he should uh, receive basically these bonuses and kickbacks that exceed $20 million. Do you hear what I just said to you? Yeah. So you can make $2 million a year. Then you can make twenty million around that in bonuses. You have other commissioners making that. Jim Harbaugh in the state, if you want to go Big Ten, you know, you got a guy who's probably making what? Eight, nine, ten yep. million. Yep. You have other coaches making. Let's even take the low let's take a low end coach who's making just a meal. Yep. You guys can also, mind you, leave whenever you want. Yep. I promise I'm gonna be here, guys. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna build this thing. Hello? Better offer. Peace. Yeah. And you can leave. Yep. You can transfer, if you will, to another job, and nobody has an issue with that. You don't have to lose a year of coaching. All of these things are beneficial for the play, or for the coaches, for the ads, for the commissioners, everybody but the people who are actually the reason why we tune in. Yeah, and so the and I've noticed the people who are against this, they say a couple things, which we just dispelled part of it about them about the college athletes being employees because they won't the school actually won't, right. won't be paying them. The other people, they say, oh, it's going going to de- destroy the game. It's going to make them professionals. No, it is professional sports already. Everybody else around them is professionals. You talked about the coaches, the ADs, the assistant coaches. Everybody else is a professional yep. and can do what they want with their career, but student athletes are are um, are hindered. And I, and I think that it's very interesting. And I figured out the reason why some people in the public – who say that they are that guys are getting free rides, even though it's not a free ride. 
because you are working right. for your scholarship. You are working to put billions of dollars into things. I realize that this is the people who are against it and say that, well, they're in college, they're supposed to be broke. This is student loan envy mm. because student loans are a big problem in, in our country. I feel uh, like you're uh, speaking for me. Yeah, facts. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of people owe hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. And it's like an impossible thing to get out, out from other under. It it's literally a mortgage on right. top of your on top of your rent or your current. The way mortgage. it's set up too, like you said, it's very hard to get a, get yeah. out of because the way it's you can defer, but then you got the interest, but then the compound interest, and you're like, yeah. like I've been paying on this for ten years. I still owe the exact same amount. Yep. And so the the people who are against these this bill, not only in California, South Carolina, New York, Colorado, and Florida as well. It's that student loan envy. They say, oh, I was a broke college student. They should be too. They're getting a free ride. Yeah, but the difference is you weren't generating billions for everybody else. Facts. And all their, all this is positioning. This isn't even saying pay them. It's saying allow them to make whatever someone else. Allow the market to dictate what this particular Correct. person does. So that that's what's amazing. And you can do the same. Whoever you are, you know, yeah. you whatever everybody your has that ability to do I something mean, and, and, and be marketable and sell something. Haven't we noticed in life that the most talented people are not always the most popular people? Facts. Look at I mean, take Justin Herbert or Tua even, even though even though they are very popular, there are other college athletes. I mean, look at Christian Wilkinson, who was a defensive tackle at Clemson, who did who did the split, yeah. who gave Davo Sweeney the, the the wet willy in his ear, all that. He was extremely popular, and he didn't play a popular position. So you have an ability to make yourself popular and and generate revenue and buzz around you without being the star. I think you you said it, or the best example was. Uh, Caitlin O'Shani, if I'm hopefully saying that correctly, from UCLA, the gymnast, because she touched on that. I'll tell you what she said. And then, George, I have a simple question for you. Will this actually pass through? Because they have to go through all the litigation and all that here in California. And do you think this will be something that will be a game changer or is it something we're talking about blowing hot air and it never really comes to fruition, especially for uh, other states? Because the big thing is, too, you have the threat. The NCAA is saying, okay, fine, California, do it. But we won't let you play in bowl games. We'll, we'll dive into that next. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. So give you the number again. Also give you our Twitter so you can reach out to us. Love to hear from you. 877-996-6369-877-99 on Fox. Do you think this is the end of college sports do you think this is the wrong thing to do or the right we want to hear from you as well next is fox sports radio oh snoop that's right everybody in kansas sing this with me uh look yeah the dancing on the pole money falling <laughs> money falling from the ceiling didn't you know all right so if you didn't hear we'll get in that a little bit later again just tell you that snoop in kansas story that is hilarious i guess they got they got their money's worth right Hey, man. That's a way to pay kids without saying it was you. I see what they're doing. Snoop, pay a bunch of kids. Had the money going everywhere. Make it rain on all the kids. They'll take the money home. We say, we didn't pay the students. He's been sending girls to college for a while now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. He, uh, even, yeah. Snoop. Oh, Snoop. Is there anybody who's been able to fully be themselves like Snoop? Meaning, ah, never mind. Gavin said the president. I don't <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And I got another one. <laughs> okay. Another rapper. Too short. 
Too short has been able I would to agree with that, but not I don't think switch up. He's he, true. he hasn't switched it up Here, at all. But let me describe this real quick. I mean, let me set set it real quick. I'm saying more Snoop will be with Martha Stewart. He can be with the president. Then he can literally crip walk with some Crips in Long Beach. No one has that can go that range. <laughs> yeah, that like is so true. He can speak to kids. Literally, go to like a preschool. Stay in, stay in school, and, and he'll he'll get on with 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 people. I remember he was talking to Stephen A. about smoking weed. Yes, he was like, if you are a professional athlete and it's against the rules. Don't smoke Don't weed. Smoke weed. He was like, I just so happen to have a job yep. where this I is allowed. That. I'm in an industry where it's cool to do that. Uh, so that's what I mean. I don't think anybody, and Gavin may be right, the president, because he didn't told us what he likes to do, how he approaches women. Uh, he has told us some other things. Said, said any, Yeah. So let's just move forward. But uh, so shout out to Snoop for being able to be Snoop, truly, all the way. Let's take one call here. Let's go to Nick. Uh, Nick, quickly, what are your thoughts on the fair pay to play? How's it going? Um, love you guys' show. Thanks for having me Appreciate on here. It. So I was a, a former college athlete. I was a hockey player, a little bit different than the football, the big money programs. But I just, I got to say, although student athletes have the upper hand with getting their tuition paid for, there, there's so many student athletes that need a little bit extra because you think about it, the 40, 50 hours a week you're putting in at the sport, you're also taking care of your body, putting in more food. You need more money to take care of yourself. So I've, I've been pro-pay the athletes what they deserve, but I get the amateurism of it. So why not do something where, as an athlete, you build up money as you're going to school and playing for, for the school, and when you graduate, you get paid that money back to you. That's a lot of people. Hey, thank you for the call. A lot of people have questioned that. Uh, we'll carry that on the other side. Also, George is ready to get at somebody, the coach of Michigan. What does George have to say? We'll give it to you next is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That's right. Myself, Kelvin Washington. To my right is my man, George Reister. We are in for the Jason McIntyre Show. A couple of ways to reach out to us. You can do it by phone, 877-996-6369, on Fox. You can also do it if by Twitter, George Reister, and K-Dub Live for myself. And we thank you for listening, however you may be. Of course, you can listen live, foxsportsradio.com, iHeartRadio app, or SiriusXM83. When, we came, when I came in this morning, you noticed my hoodie. Yes. Or my little sweatshirt here. <laughs> and you you kind of forgot. You say, oh, Michigan guy over here. And I say, yeah, born and raised in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Went to high school about 50 yards from the big house. Literally. Okay, maybe a block. But it's literally, you look, you cross the street, you go to my, high, my, my high, parking lot from my high school, you cross the street, you're at the big house. So you are Michigan to the, to the core. Yeah. You are... Draymond Green, Michigan. Well, he's Michigan State. I know, no, no, but no, Mr. no State I, I mean, of Michigan. Yeah. Yes, he well, he's super. I see him all the time when I was up in uh, Flint. He's from Flint, Saginaw area. Yeah, I'm. I am again. That you. It, it's like uh, can't even think of equivalent, but it's that's the heartbeat of the city. Okay, Every, including the, the 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 university itself, but also the hospital. Like some way, somehow, everybody's connected. Your parents work there, or you were born there, or this they have stock and stuff. Like you're, you're all connected to the University of Michigan in some so, way. So I got questions for you now. Okay. So I don't know if I like the, the face in which you had <laughs> said this, but go ahead. Michigan's playing Iowa today. They are. And Michigan already got, I mean, absolutely boat raced by Wisconsin this year. I didn't, like, I didn't like the tone in which you said that, but continue. And Michigan has better athletes. They're supposedly have a better coach. All of this. And this is Jim Harbaugh's, what, fifth season at Michigan? Mm-hmm. His fifth season at Mid-Michigan. So let's go through this, Kelvin. First thing, when Jim Harbaugh was announced as the coach, how did you feel about it? Because you're clearly a Michigan fan, a Michigan man. Yes. How did you feel about it, and what were your expectations? Uh, how did I feel? I was excited about it because I'm not a big believer in something has to be a Michigan man, meaning that you hire from some lineage of or an extension of something. It doesn't always have to be that for me. But one of the things you'd notice if you were watching Michigan was the struggle to really find that quarterback, and it was believed that he was the quarterback whisperer, right? Had all the success at Stanford. Now, maybe it was just the fact that it was Andrew Luck. but <laughs> That makes had, it a little, that bit, makes easier, it a little right? bit easier, But you had the success there. Then he goes to the pros. Alex Smith looks like, oh, that's the – all of a sudden, Alex Smith really turned his career around. At yep. that point, Alex Smith was like, why was he a number one pick? To the point where all of us can agree, he – you know, was he John Elway? No, but he ended up being a pretty nice quarterback yeah, for his career. Yeah, he's a very good – like, if you don't have a an elite potential Hall of Fame quarterback – Alex Smith is the next best You're thing. very comfortable going into your season with a healthy Alex Smith, for sure. And, and I believe Jim Harbaugh straightened him out. 
Then Same you get a guy Colin who Colin Kaepernick, who we are all like, really, what is he? he? What exactly and how good can this guy be? He turns out to be a pro bowler and a, takes him from really a pass away from being in the winning a Super Bowl. So one now Michigan hires him. You see, wow, he has changed programs everywhere he went. And Michigan had been struggling. He had Rich Rod, who just that was a bad experiment. Which, by the way, towards the end, his players did end up performing for Brady Hoke. Yep. He had that one successful year. Those were Rich Rod's players. You gotta, you gotta give Correct. him credit for that. Uh, so, so then you're like, bet he's gonna be able to turn this program around. So that was the expectations. And not only did he do it for a minute, you thought, wow, okay, he went what ten and three. You're like, okay, look, we're on our way. But the same issue that had been plaguing Michigan for the last, nobody wants to see that, Sam. Nobody wants to see your little Iowa hat on right now. We do have a beef. <laughs> he's got an Iowa shirt on. And I've got, I got don't make my hoodie, my sweatshirt, fight your, your wardrobe over there. All right, uh, but he came in, got him winning. But then you started to realize what really, <clears throat> excuse me, matters in sports, especially in college sports, are you beating your rivals? That's what makes college sports great, right? Is yep. are you beating, in his case, Michigan State, yep, Ohio State, so Wisconsin? If, so if I told you. I know you already know, but I'm going to give it to the listeners as well. Jim Harbaugh, five seasons, well, four seasons, five games into his Michigan tenure. Well, sorry, five seasons, four games into his Michigan season tenure, and the fifth game is today. If I told you that he would be 8-11 and versus ranked opponents, have a 1-3 and bowl record, and be 1-9 and versus top 10 teams – and 0-4 versus Ohio State. As a Michigan fan, do you feel like you got sold a bill of goods? You want to know the dirty secret? Michigan has been slightly overrated for a very long time. My shirt is on fire right now. My friends who may be listening who are from Michigan may have just crashed. <laughs> my phone may blow up, George and Gavin is saying. My phone may blow up right now. Text messages with friends disowning me. But the fact of the matter is, they've been slightly overrated. I'm not even talking about just this this last decade where haven't they either been mediocre or pretty good? Yeah, I'm even saying before that they have won national the, championship to the show. Lloyd Carr days. Lloyd Carr, yes, they have a they have one championship to show for the last like 30 years. Uh, they don't win all of these bowl games they win they win their fair share and they're usually good so if you're going by those standards he is actually on par with what Michigan has been as far as record the difference is when I was growing up watching Mercury Hayes and Desmond Howard and Tim Biakabatuka and Tyron Wheatley those guys from like the late 80s you know, to the early 2000s, up to Braylon Edwards era, like that run, which is really your, you know, the impressionable years as you're yeah. growing up, they beat Ohio State. Maybe not every year, but they'd beat them, beat them, then they'd lose, then they may lose two in a row, but then they'll beat them, beat them, beat them, then they'll lose, lose. you know, it was yeah. it was a it was a real game where you It knew, was a rivalry. It was a rivalry, exactly. Michigan State, if you took 10 games, they're probably going to beat them seven out of the 10. Right, and They'll that's acceptable, and that's what you expected. So, did I win national championships? No, but I knew we were going to be end up ten and three, or I mean, if they didn't play thirteen that year, that we we're going to be nine and three, and we'd win a bowl, you know, two out of three bowl games, and we'd go to a Rose Bowl here and there, and you felt good about that. That's what's changed. So, record wise, winning wise, he's about the same nine and three, ten and three. You know what Lloyd Carr and those other coaches were. 
It's the you're not even beating Michigan State regularly, which we call the little brother. At this point, Jim Harbaugh, like other people have said, I, I have I have been a believer. I was an apologist, and now I have just had to face the music. He is has been his tenure at Michigan has been completely overrated. Yeah. It has been nothing short of a disaster considering what Michigan fans' expectations were. If he were doing this, I think at, even nationally, right? I think everybody was yes. like, "Whoa, this is whoa, this is a game yeah, changer." Yeah, like this Michigan's could be a big, big deal. And then, and then when Shea Patterson came over from Ole Miss to quarterback, yeah. everybody said, "Oh, well, it's fine." Every he finally, finally got a quarterback. Got then he changed the offensive coordinator, and you still got nothing. And here is what I say about Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is suffering the same fate that David Shaw is suffering at uh, Stanford. Stanford. The same thing that Les Miles suffered at LSU. They are late adopters offensively. Mm. They want to play defense, run and punt football. But the reality is with the rules changes that are uh, that are favoring the offense and all you have all these creative offensive minds that are doing different things than we've right. ever seen. They are ahead of the game. So the idea that you're going to be able to win six to nine games or or 13 to six games, that's not going to work against Ohio State right. because their offense, their athletes are too good. And at some point in time, no matter how great your defense is, because Michigan's defense was ranked the number one defense in That's the country. That's kind of thing for, you can depend on over the last few years. Yeah. yeah. And, but at some point in time, you're going to get into games against elite offenses where somebody drops a pass, somebody misses a tackle, and you have to score points. And they have not been able to do that. And Jim Harbaugh has been unwilling to get out of his style of play. Because think, of, think about this. Even somebody who's had so much success – we're talking about the old curmudgeon, Nick Saban, yeah. who wanted to slow football down. Re- re- remember, he was like, oh, this fast-paced offense, it's dangerous, all this. We need to slow it down. He figured out they weren't going to slow it down. So he decided, instead of just staying in these, in these traditional run sets, I'm going to spread it out as well. I'm going to find me an actual quarterback. Yeah. And he did that, and now look at what they're doing. They, Alabama's not even rushing for 200 yards a game. They're throwing for four or 500 yards a game. So if Nick Saban has to adjust, what do you think that David Shaw, Les Miles, and uh, Jim Harbaugh have to do, which they've been unwilling to do? You just touched on something that that this is why I go back to my first point. Sam, I don't, I'm, Sam, listen, we usually have a good relationship. I'm going to jump through this window here. He's doing his little Iowa dance over there. So here's what's what – To your point, George, Michigan hired Jim Harbaugh to be a Michigan man and give us the Michigan of old, right? Where we have quarterbacks, and I've always said, Michigan, you may be able to argue that's been quarterback you for the last 20, 30 years. Michigan? We can have this argument. I'm not saying they're creating, you know, uh, a bunch of Andrew Lux or something. But they were putting guys in the league for like a decade. The Brian Greasies, uh, let's not go Tom Brady, clearly. Uh, you know, Chad Henney had a decent run. Um, you had uh, what Todd Collins. You had Eric Craig. Like, you had some, or not Eric Craig, uh, Gerbeck. Yeah. Elvis Gerbeck. Yeah, Elvis Gerbeck. You had, they were putting guys in the league for who were end up being, you know, semi starters, semi. Okay, but uh, so yes, I'm not you saying are right, they were putting a bunch of Tom quarterback Brady. you, though. 
That is that is a tremendous over overstatement. That is a Michigan man statement. Listen, there. I, I have listen, I have the hoodie on, okay? But what I was gonna say to that was what they were doing was they had pro style quarterbacks, big, big guys, Tom Brady six five, these big guys who can get the job John Navarre, you know, these yep. big quarterbacks who can get the job done, bigger receivers, run. I mentioned all the running backs they had, Mike Hart and and like you mentioned, kind of ground and pound with a little pro style. And I think that's why they were successful. That's why they went back to it, to your point, because they had Rich Rod, who had Denard Robinson, uh, who was a running quarterback, you know, was that 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 stuff Michigan never seen before. That style yep. of he may pass for 88 yards but run for 300, literally. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous yeah, what he was, he was doing. Yeah, he was Khalil Tate at Arizona. Yep. And Michigan had never had that. And so everybody, and small offensive linemen because it works better for the scheme, for the zone blocking and all that. And Michigan looked like, what? We're used to 6'5, 320. Who is this 6'2, 275 lineman? And so I think they wanted to get as far from that and get back to, as you mentioned, old traditions. And I think that's why Jim Harbaugh meshed with their ideology and what they wanted. But you're right. There's no innovation, right? Oh, yeah. There's no uh, creativity right now. And so I think that is, that's where they're in a dilemma. We've yeah. got this Michigan man who has a Michigan style we've been used to, but how can we be creative and innovative? And right now they're not. And they haven't even, there's nothing about them that's been revolutionary, right? Oh, for sure. Oh. And, and lastly, to your point with, with Saban, you look at the Bill Belichick's of the world. They were the same way. Hey, Tom Brady, just manage the game. Then they got explosive, right? They're downfield, yep. airing it out that old six, seven, eight, oh nine ish kind of run. Yeah. Then now they, all right, we're gonna run by way of doing screen, a little little slants and doing you know screen passes. That's our run extension of the run. They keep evolving, and yep. Michigan hasn't been able to do that. And I will, I will tell you this: when you, when you talked about that, they haven't been innovative. I am a last year. I thought that the Big Ten was the best conference in college fo- football from from top to bottom. But I will tell you this. The Big Ten is a snooze fest to watch. It is a snooze fest to watch Michigan. It is a snooze fest to watch Michigan State. Oh, especially Wisconsin. I mean, like these are teams that even though that they have very good programs, they are, I mean, Iowa too. So here's what I want. Here's what I want. Lord, I mean, we're going to have to – we're gonna have to put toothpicks in our eyes at time, probably, Don't. to watch this Iowa Michigan game. Even though it's gonna be a good game, and these are two I, good programs. Gavin, you got some no dos over there. Is that what you're saying? We're gonna need some no dos. All right, then here's what I want. You tell me what conference is not a snooze fest, and what who what player you like right now when it comes to the Heisman. I feel like we haven't really talked about. Usually, we talk big Heisman talk all the time, right? Who is that uh, that you feel right now is kind of leading the candidate, leading candidate when it comes to the Heisman? I want to hear that. We'll do that next. George Reiser, Kelvin Washington, and for Jason McIntyre. Hopefully, you're having a great time as we are hanging with you this morning. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. We'll do that next as Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I like this, boy. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. It's hot right here. You George know Reister, Kelvin Washington on the Jason McIntyre Show. You guys can call in 877-996-6369. Today's been a fun fun day, man. Yeah, I man, like working we, with we, you. We, we, again, for those who don't know, he and I uh, have a mutual friend, Marcellus Wiley. And so we've been around each other half a dozen times. And uh, we all we get into it. Sitting there talking sports like like guys do, uh, but to now be actually doing it together is uh, is, is really cool, and uh, and that's why I'm about to lean on you right now because you want to just disrespect the Big Ten, disrespect Sam's Iowa, disrespect my Michigan, disrespect Ohio State and all the success they've had over the last 15 no, years. No, so. no, as I said, with the exception of Ohio okay, State, right, that the Big right, Ten okay. is a snooze fest to watch. I mean, that doesn't mean that they don't have good teams. But the style of play is boring. I mean, and the same thing could could be said of LSU when Les Miles was the coach the last Take few years. Take out could be said. It was and yeah. deservedly so. Think about it. One of the worst games of the entire probably decade in terms of hyped up games yep. was the game of the century, LSU, Alabama. It ended 9-6. to six. They're like, and oh, not a, it was not a good 9-6, to six, like an old Tampa Bay Buccaneers you know, style. Like, it, yeah. it was just like... Oh, it was horrible. Boring. Or you could call it the Super Bowl last year. That Super Bowl. Oh, there was what nothing the going. What the heck was that? And the difference in that McVay? game was pitchers tool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Kevin. Both Man. teams had good defenses, but the most important thing is neither one of them had a quarterback. 
Let me ask. Okay, let me ask you this: You play college ball. You study college ball. You know college ball. Do these teams, the LSU's, the historically Alabama, not necessarily now, yeah, but historically Alabama. Uh, you could go. I'm trying to think of some more schools that do that because because you have the schools who don't. So I, Oklahoma, they find a guy who's going to whip it. it it's oh, also yeah. the system. Texas Tech, uh, Texas usually has a quarterback. You know, certain schools, Tennessee tries to find a quarterback whether they get one, but they try to. You know, <laughs> they Flor- are a Florida doesn't right mind now. getting a quarterback. Like, yeah. So why is it these certain schools that have all the recruiting? Like you are Alabama, and again, we're not talking about now with Tua. But historically, Alabama gets these guys who just manage the game, right? They're like name the Alabama quarterback since Joe Namath, who who balled. I mean, you you AJ have McCarron like, is living in what might be right. Everybody's yeah. like, ooh, he he might be good. It's like he, nah. he's not getting any run anywhere. Yeah, and so you so you have Tua, who is probably at this point in time broken almost every single Alabama passing right. record, and he's probably the greatest passer in in Alabama history. But they did not put an emphasis on quarterback play and evaluation. But now they do. So they actually just flipped a kid named Bryce Young who goes to yeah, modern yep, day, yep, from, who's the number one to go to SC. team in the country. Uh, he, yeah, he was supposed to go to SC. But I, uh, I don't know if I told it on this program or not, but um, Alabama, Nick Saban. I have a friend who was with Nick Saban in there when they were talking about recruiting, and he said this was over the summer. He said it's Bryce Young or it's nobody. Mm. He said we want Bryce Young. He was already committed to USC. Yep. But then he said it's Bryce Young or nobody in this uh, in terms of quarterbacks that we're signing in this recruiting class. And I just thought that was like interesting considering that he then got him to flip. So Alabama put the full court press on. They had to have. And you know – how much crooked stuff goes goes on in terms of paying players, trying to figure out how to get guys to certain schools, right? And you saw for for so long, like with the with the shoe companies and all that, directing guys to certain certain schools. You have ticket companies who've done the same thing, particularly here in Los Angeles. Like we've seen them direct kids to certain schools and be able to buy tickets there the way they can resell them like that was their actual hustle so i'm looking at that and i'm like wow this is this is crazy but when you asked about the teams that aren't boring the teams that are interesting a game that i'm looking at today because i think the two most fun conferences to watch are the are good sec football like top of the line sec football so you got alabama LSU this year only because they can throw the yeah, ball. This year they've changed, that is they've crazy. swapped the whole format for them how yep. they normally get down for sure. And the second thing is the Pac-12. Just because you have great quarterback play, they're going to throw the ball around. You have wide open offenses, all of that, and there's defense the play. I don't know. Oh, see, of of, of course, a Big Ten guy would <laughs> would say that because they're used to the losing in the Rose Bowl. Gavin, are you looking at me like I'm crazy or something? Do you, you disagree with me there? What was that? No, no, no. no. Okay, that all was right. nothing. Don't worry. All right, all right. Oh. So, but the game today though, Auburn at Florida. So um, I was talking about, I always put out my college football predictions on my Twitter at George Reister and the, and some people at Florida didn't like what I had to say. Oh, I got Twitter in, beef. Yeah. I got invited <laughs> on this, uh, on this Gators podcast. It's supposedly the biggest Gator podcast. Like they do a ton of down downloads. It's like a five man team 
couple former athletes, all of this. And these people, they took me to the woodshed because, well, they actually, they, they tried to feed me to the gators in the, in the Everglades. <laughs> it was a trap. Yeah. They brought you in and. Oh, but I let them have it, man. Because, so first of all, Florida, who wants to claim they're big and bad, we're, we're, we're right. Florida. They haven't won a national championship since, since Tim Tebow. But the truth is, they have not won a non-conference game against a team with a winning record outside of the state of Florida since 1947. How about that? They won't wait, leave wait, the wait, state, wait, 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 bro. Let me let me to a non-conference game, top 10 team. No, 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 not a, not a top 10 team against a team with a winning record. A team with well, that's that that doesn't even mean you're that good. Just if you anybody can have a winning record. Exactly. Really? Yes. Yes, and they had the nerve to want to uh, uh, talk to me, and I'm saying, hold up, you guys have been the bottom feeders of the SEC for a while. I, you guys have run through coaches. You went through Jim Jim McElwain on top of the shark. Right, they went through all sorts of things, and just because I believe that Alab that Auburn is gonna beat up on them on them today, dude, I just I just love fan love, and they are and fan stands for fanatic. There's when, a whole lot of that. And when you look at college football programs in particular, their fans are crazy. And they will, will not let common sense get in the way of their of their argument. And I always wonder, like, it, it goes back to the name image likeness thing. Why fans are so passionate, and even guys like Tim Tebow, about not paying players. Man, Tim Tebow went in. I... I I it, I don't know I didn't understand hey he was so passionate but I mean it makes sense for his Tebow right he's passionate about what he loves and all that good stuff but all right so here's what we'll do we'll, we'll continue this college football conversation because I do want you to expound upon how good is Jalen Hurts think about the last two years for him right the 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 way his life has gone right from getting your position taken to now to transferring and now to balling out and looks like looks like at least he's the leading Heisman Trophy candidate uh you know right now leading the race so we'll get into that. George Reiser, Kelvin Washington. We'll also take your phone calls as well. Reach out to us, 877-996-6369, on Fox. But right now, what's trending? Isaac Lohenkrant. Kelvin and uh, George, we've got games, yada, yada, yada. But then, good stuff. Not one, but two controversies for you right now, Kelvin and George. So stay tuned for that. We begin with, yeah, the, the games. Game two of the National League Division Series Friday night saw the upstart Washington Nationals defeat the Dodgers in Los Angeles 4-2, tying their series at one. Steven Strasburg struck out 10 and 6 innings, allowed three hits. They brought in Max Scherzer to pitch the eighth. He struck out the side. Clayton Kershaw got the loss. Again, that series tied at one. DJ LeMahieu, a home run and four RBI in the Yankees' 10-4 win over the Twins in Game 1 of the American League Division Series. Now, so next week, the Houston Rockets are playing the Toronto Raptors at preseason game over in Tokyo. Overnight, Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta denounced a tweet by his own general manager, Daryl Morey, that supported the recent protests in Hong Kong. Fertitta tweeted, quote, Listen, at Daryl Morey does not speak for the Houston Rockets. Our presence in Tokyo is all about the promotion of the NBA internationally, and we are not a political organization. Fertitta later telling Tim McMahon, quote, I have the best general manager in the league. Everything is fine with Daryl and me. 
We got a huge backlash, and I wanted to make clear that the organization has no political position. We're here to play basketball and not to offend anybody, unquote. And speaking of basketball and not offending anybody, Kansas Athletic Director... <laughs> what say? I mean, you can't make this crap up. I mean, oh, Kansas boy. Athletic Director Jeff Long issued an apology overnight following Kansas's midnight madness, I'll say. A whole lot of madness. Basketball event at Allen Fieldhouse due to a performance by Snoop Dogg that included pole dancers, a money gun, and profanity. And remember, Kansas currently facing five level one NCAA violations charges, including a lack of institutional control. Anyway, the statement read, quote, we made it clear to the entertainers managers that we expected a clean version of the show. I take full responsibility for not understanding what acrobatic dancers are in today's entertainment world and offer my personal apology to anyone who is offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere at Kansas and fell short of that this evening. Unquote. Kelvin and George, all yours. Look, again, I said it before, I'll say it again. We have an epidemic in this country. Uh, they literally have coined, said it's an epidemic of obesity. And I just think that Snoop and his dancers were advocating for physical uh, fitness and keeping kids active and finding unique and different ways to do so. Like NFL play play 60. There you go. Kind of like that. There you go. And also he was, you know, reciprocate. Hey, I know college athletes and college students. I know how hard it is. College is the years where you're broke. Here's some extra money. That's all I think. Kelvin, <laughs> if I ever run for political office... I want to hire you as my lead <laughs> spokesperson. You, you listen. This, this whole radio and hosting TV thing, all that. This, this was second. Okay, this wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be spin doctor. Okay, I was gonna be, I was gonna be in the political <laughs> world. When you had issues, call me. So you, I was gonna... the bla- I was the male Olivia Pope. Uh, <laughs> they called me Olivier, Olivier Pope. All right, I'm gonna, okay. ch- I'm gonna challenge you on something. Could you spin? Antonio Brown to put him in the best possible light to get back into the NFL. To get back in the NFL. In the NFL. You have to take his phone uh, first. Yeah, yes, yes, I could. I would find something in his life that could be true, but we kind of make it bigger than that, where he had been going through an emotional time. So let's yep. say if his mother is, let's say she's got the flu, well, we're going to put it out. His mom is super sick, and you know we didn't know how if she was going to make it, and he was dealing with some personal things, and he has some immaturity things. We will admit that he has some in, in, he is being immature, and we have to work on that. So I would take a year off, stay in shape, Play the whole. He's gotten help and got some mental help, and he's got you know because mental because mental health is huge right now. Yep. I would play that up. I would have him admit it. I've been dealing with some mental issues since childhood. I never addressed. I've addressed it. But he's going to be in great shape. He's going to be ready to catch, and someone will give him another chance. That is the only way to do it. Like you, if you are Antonio Brown or you are some of these people that that go far off the deep end, you have to be willing to cop to something that is just. That people can then feel feel sorry for or relate to. And that, what do you got? What do you, Isaac? You like that? Did you, he's back in? I I, I want to add to that. So you would basically explain the incident where he was accused of throwing furniture off like the balcony of the twelfth floor of his apartment complex. You, you would spin it as he purchased 
anti-gravity furniture that was defective. <laughs> no, How about man. that? See, no, I, would, I would just say Tide Pods. I would say, why was Tide that? Tide Pods. That's it. Tide I would say, Tide, that's really funny. That's really funny. I would say, why was that kid out so late? You know what I mean? That's how you. Oh my God! I'm out of you know. I thought it happened at like <laughs> nine in the morning though. I'm mad at the parent. What's wrong with you? Have your kid <laughs> oh. out there? Oh, no. Uh, all right. So thank you. <laughs> You're a pro. Uh, you you are a PR prodigy. Yeah, you really are. I'm missing my calling. That, uh, that's for sure. Want to hear something amazing other than what we just talked about? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Uh, all right. Let's go to a phone call. By the way, if you want to hop in. Uh, talked about college football. We talked about the name and likeness and kids getting paid uh, to play. We we'll want to hear from you again. The number is 877-996-6369, 877-99 on Fox. George Reister, Kelvin Washington with you for the Jason McIntyre Show. We will go to Chicago, Chi-Town with Emmanuel. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for taking my call. How are you doing? Doing well. What's going on? I enjoy your show, and I just want to talk about uh, paying college athletes. I was born in Nigeria. I've been in this country. Uh, I came as a uh, as a kid. I have lived there for the bulk of my life. And uh, I think you guys are not talking about the main uh, the elephant in the room. The main reason why college athletes will not be paid. I went to a major university in this country. Uh, roomed very close to some major uh, athletes. Who, who, some of them ended up playing with the professionals. And uh, it's pathetic. What was happening to them when they were in college? How broke they were and how much they were struggling? Uh, they were putting in enough time playing sports, but they were always going through hard times. And uh, I'm sure you will agree that as long as the majority of athletes in this country, uh, uh, basketball, uh, football, I mean, all the major uh, athletes are minorities in this country, that will not become a reality. Maybe with California doing it, it might change. But as long as, they are, as long as minorities dominate sports in this country, it's not going to become a reality. I think that's what you guys should talk about because that's the major problem here. Hey, I'll hang up and listen to you, sir. Emmanuel, thank you for the call. And you touched on something that a lot of people uh, have brought up over, over the last you know five years that this conversation really has been kind of growing. Uh, George, what do you say to Emmanuel? Is that this actually, at like surprisingly, has been a bipartisan issue. That you you have California, who's clearly a liberal state. Yes, you have Florida, South Carolina, who are who have legislation on in it will get getting ready to be adopted as law as well. You have Col- Colorado, and you have New York, and New York took it to a different place. So it's basically in 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 the New York Act. It's it's pretty much the same as California, except for they say that of ticket sales. 15% have to go back to the athletes. Mm. And the second major difference in the New York bill is that is that when college athletes if they are if they have a debilitating injury that prevents them that ends their career the colleges then have to have some sort of insurance for them for their health insurance which is which makes sense right. which is right because they're sacrificing their body for these uh, for these colleges for their education for all of this and then there are times where players do get permanently injured when they do have debilitating injuries that linger throughout their careers and throughout their life 
and to have them have some sort of um, like safety net, mm-hmm. some blanket to to a fall onto, I think that makes a lot of sense. That's a great point. Uh, to, uh, carrying on what Emmanuel has said, there are a lot of people who have have talked about. The fact that the two sports that make all the money collegiately are basketball and football, and both you could say I'm, you know, guessing here probably seventy percent black uh, around there somewhere sixty five seventy uh, majority black, and there's a lot of people that say these young African American men uh, are the reason why they're not getting paid is because of that that they're African American uh, young men playing these these games, uh, and I, and I can. Whether you disagree with that or not, I do think it is it's very telling when you have a situation where, look, if you want to go and play baseball right out of high school, you can. If you want to go and play tennis while in high school and be professional, you can. If you want to go and and you know, uh hockey right out of high school, there's it, it, all these other sports you can go dominate and be great and make money right off the bat, but the two sports that we tend to love the most, basketball and football, that's not the case. Uh, and- see, I, I don't even see it, like, honestly, with, with this issue in particular. I don't see it as a racial issue because for so long, like, these sports were majority white. Like, right. like, like they like when, when you go back to, like, Syracuse and Jim Brown uh, back in the 50s, there weren't a whole lot of black college athletes at that point, point in time, and they still weren't, weren't being paid. I look at it now more as of an of an economic and a power issue, right? That peop that the people who are controlling the the money, which is the universities, the the coaches, all of these people in the actual power, the NCAA, they have control, so they don't want to give up their power. And if you are a person who is collecting all the money from these indentured servants, <laughs> which, right? Which uh, which college athletes essentially are. They have to work off to be able to have their scholarship. Why on earth? Well, actually, I would uh, not, not not why on earth, because why on earth is because it's the right thing to do. But people are not willing to give up the money. They're not willing to give up the power when it's been like that for so long. Facts. And I think but I think uh, to your first point about the Jim Brown and, you know, obviously being predominantly white. Uh, in college sports, you talked about Syracuse back in the fifties. There wasn't money being made at this rate. That's so I very think, true. I think so. Yes, it was that way up until maybe the sixties when things started to really change. But also, you get into the seventies, eighties. Okay, now we're starting to make crazy money, especially the boom in nineties. Yeah. Because now you're getting these television deals and cable is a thing. So now you start to make all of this money, and it happened across all of sports. Professional professional sports athletes weren't making money until, until these the nineties. Yeah. Nineties, these TV deals, and I so I agree that economics play a major role in this in that relinquishing control right i don't want to do that and you're seeing that even in the professional rank where everybody's making money but now you're telling me you want to dictate how you're being paid when you're being paid i want equity in this and so i think uh giving up that control plays a major factor as well we'll take more phone calls uh let's come back to this uh hit us up 877-996-6369 on fox george reiser he just talked about his twitter you can hit him up there Kate live for myself we will uh expound upon this and get your phone calls when we come back. But first, I want to tell you quickly, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. It's Fox Sports Radio. George Reister, Kelvin Washington, filling in on the Jason McIntyre Show. 
You guys can call us, 877-996-6369, 877-99-ON-FOX. Or you can find us on Twitter, at George Reister. Reister spelled with a W. Or at K-Dub Live, You man. know why it's K-Dub Live? Why? Because I couldn't get to the end. And meaning, it's Kelvin Washington. I can't get to the T-O-N in my last three letters. See, that's what happens when you have a, a long last name. First I have a nine-letter last I was name, in, too. Do you feel me? I was in my mama's womb, okay? I didn't know this was going to be the result. Hey, mom, in uh, 25 years, this, this Twitter thing's going to explode. So <laughs> just call I'm mom. i Mom, drop a letter. Call me Kevin Washington so I can get to the full <laughs> name. But I'm named after my dad. So Kelvin Washington, the, the N, I can't get to it. And then on Twitter, I've told uh, – or Instagram, I've told – Gavin's heard this a million times – on Twitter, let me Instagram. Sorry, let me while I'm talking to you, George. I'm gonna see if this is. I do this quarterly. There is a young guy named Kelvin Washington on Twitter or Instagram. He beat me to it, and he put one picture up about eight, seven, eight years ago now. That's it. Him looking like maybe he was hanging out at a pool party because he's just got a tank top on and he's got a towel over his neck and he's got on some cool little hat and glasses. They wanted you to buy it. And, That's and what I, it is. But I've, I've DM'd him. I've messaged him and said, bruh, I need this name. I'll pay you. He's never posted again. He's not commenting. I always joke until I have to pause and remind myself, maybe that Kelvin Washington is no longer with us. Wow. Maybe he is no longer on earth. Because what young person, off of his picture, he looks like he's probably... Looks like he's in his sauna. First of all, you found that way too quick, Gavin. Like, I haven't even found that. What? Have you, are you stalking me or stalking the other Kelvin Washington? <laughs> He's. He, it's actually my background on my phone. His, Wait, his how photo. did you? I can't even find him right now. Where is he? I went to accounts in Instagram. Oh, accounts. There tags, we go. All those. Yeah. Come all right. You do keep we going. have to teach you how to use the, I the felt Instagram? So too? old right there at that moment. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, I, I can't get this. I can't get this button listen, working. Listen, listen. Hey, hey, son, I can't get this button it's working. What's the hashtag? Yeah. Well, what's this Insta face? All right, I need help. What should I go to? What should I, I mean, how, what should I change my name to? Should I change it to No, some... I would leave it at, at, at K-Dub Live. Okay, fine. Everything at K-Dub Live. It's better to have consistency with these with these things. Okay, so you are you are a namesake of your father. Yes. I am as well. Yes. My name. So- I don't look like what would sh- what you think would show up when you hear my name. My name sounds my full name, George Frederick Reister the Third. <laughs> Prep school. Kid. Yeah, they're like, all right, he's gonna come in. He's gonna be five nine white guy. He's gonna come in here and six three two whatever big black guy walks in. They're like, oh, oh. They're like, oh. Ooh, Mary, okay. they hold that. They hold the finger down like they got the button to call their secretary to get security. Like, okay, Mary, <laughs> Mary, if something check, goes awry, check here, his, check his ID. Mary, are you said it sure it said George or was it Jerome? <laughs> was it Jerome or George, Mary? Hey, Mary, I always say I have a, a distinguished name that is very easily Im- employed. Kelvin Washington's kind of yeah, same. that that is an but employable you know name. There are a lot of Asian Kelvins. Seriously, like, if you look up, if you just Google Kelvin. There are a lot of Asian Kelvin. I don't know, like I didn't know well, that name. I was. mean, there's a there, there's a Kayla Vaughn on TV. Kayla Vaughn. See, my people, or, our people, or, we we love some names. Kayla Vaughn. That means uh, his his dad's name was probably Kyle or Kevin or something. His mom's name is Levon, and they said we're gonna get both of us in here. How Kayla about Vaughn. the coldest? 
the coldest. Did did you see that? The just, dude's that name is actually D-A apostrophe coldest so to awesome. ever do it. His dad knew he was going to play a sport from he was born. He's like, I'm going to tell you right now, my son, the co- is it LeVar Ball is daddy? Because that's a LeVar Ball move. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Coldest. My son going to be the coldest. Fox Sports Radio. And for a victory over the Twins Friday in Game 1 of their American League Division Series. Today's college football action about to kick off, including at the Big House, where number 19 Michigan is hosting 14th-ranked Iowa, which is 4-0. Number 5 LSU about to host Utah State. 6th-ranked Oklahoma visiting the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Welcome back to Hour 3 of the Jason McIntyre Show, but this is not Jason McIntyre. This is George Reister sitting in with my man, Kelvin Washington. Hey. We've been hitting everything from the NCAA name, image, and likeness, all of that. You guys can hit us up, 877-996-6369, or you can hit us on Twitter, at George Reister, Reister with a W. I, I see what you're doing there, by the way. You're not. That's not. That's disrespectful. You're saying hit. You keep bringing up because Clayton Kershaw. Giving up all those hits. Uh, See, why are you doing them like that? Listen, you keep saying was, hit. You said hit, 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 hit. You gave me six hits. That's how many he gave. I see what you're doing there. Clayton Kershaw is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. 
I like Clayton Kershaw, but he hurt my soul last <laughs> night in that first inning. I didn't even know how to I like I felt so terrible for for him bases loaded in the first inning. Second inning comes out, hits a player, gives up and then uh gives up a base hit, two more runs and the Dodgers are down 3-0. And I'm thinking, "Oh no, this is going to fall off fall off the rails." Please let Clayton get it together because he can't get pulled after two innings. That will just – I mean, the, the haters would just go on max. He would have to retire. Yeah, that would have been to, bad. If it were a two-inning, he would have to just be like, uh, it's a wrap. And he would have to do – what's your boy? Who did that? Uh, Vontez. Vontez. Davis, was it? Uh, and, and the Buffalo Bills. Oh, he just walked off yeah. and was like, I'm done. <laughs> At halftime. Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis. Yeah. He was like, I'm done. They're like, no, where are you going? No, I'm done. Oh, you mean no? We still got another half. No, 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 no. no. I'm done. <laughs> that was my Chargers, <laughs> by the way. That was he yeah. did that against my Chargers. Yeah, you would find a way yeah. to bring it to Chargers. <laughs> he said. He they said. No, 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 no. I, I quit. I'm I quit. Done. They're like, oh yeah, I know it's hard out here, but no, no, like I don't ever want to play football. <laughs> Like, no, no, uh, I'm not quitting on the team. team. I'm not quitting on – I'm quitting this whole not deal. Not this game. I'm in the entire – the game, as in the game of football. All right, George, I uh, we'll, we'll get back to Kershaw in a minute. I just had to make fun of you because you kept saying hit, and I'm like, man, that sounds like a Dodger game. Hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Um, so I know something you're fired up to get into. Uh, is Stephon Diggs, now, of course, Minnesota, very talented receiver, being underutilized, right? A guy that, yeah. that you're like – Man, he made the miracle of Minnesota happen, Minneapolis miracle, what have you. Um, but we haven't heard much from him this year. You got Adam Thielen going at uh, Kirk Cousins as well. So the receiving core, not happy in Minnesota. Speaking of receivers, we had Antonio Brown last season, towards the end of the season, not going well with Pittsburgh, boom, over the summer, or over their offseason, I should say. Release me, get trade me, cut me, whatever you're going to do, I'm, I want to move on. The beginning of this season, Jalen Ramsey, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to be traded. Which seems as though, now, not that this never happened. It's happened, and maybe it's because we have more microphones now, right? There's more news coverage, there's social media. Maybe things are louder now than ever. But it seems like there is more player movement, more guys wanting to move. Uh, oh, it's just a little hate going on right there. What did you, what did you point to Michigan? Yeah, so um, Michigan is playing Iowa today. Yes. And- Kelvin has his Michigan shirt on. I He's do. got his Michigan sweater. By coincidence, by the way, I didn't mean to wear yeah, it. Yeah, right, dude. You knew it. Was, you know I it's damn Saturday. To wear it. It was just I saw the blue in the pants, and I <laughs> and I saw the blue in the sweatshirt, the navy blue. So I just rolled with that. I didn't even realize it was Saturday. Man, I didn't realize you know it's Saturday. It's college I didn't football, it was Saturday. and you know that Jim Harbaugh is coaching for his job today. I didn't even realize it was Saturday. Okay, but back to Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, you you just want to troll me a little bit. So you got all these guys who want to move, who want to look, trade me. I'm and guys who, if I am uncomfortable, if this is not working for me, you promised me this. Defense isn't playing how I was supposed to, or I'm not getting the ball. Get me out of here. When you played, it wasn't quite like that against, or at least so visceral or loudly. Now all of a sudden it seems to be. So where do you think this is starting from, deriving, and kind of where is this going with guys demanding trades, getting out of contracts early? Uh, uh, you got Melvin Gordon with two years left on his deal. Um, or not Melvin Gordon, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott, yep. two years left. Melvin Gordon with a year. Like, hey, give me a new deal. Where did where does kind of this all this derive from and kind of where is this going with all this player really kind of owning their own career, if you will? This started in the NBA. The NBA influenced this. You've seen how many NBA stars? I mean, just in the last couple seasons, you've had Chris Paul want to be out of L.A. 
You had Anthony Davis want to be out of New Orleans. So many other times, like guys have demanded Kyrie trades. out of Cleveland. Yeah, and they have found a way to make it happen because they have guaranteed contracts, and the owners in the NBA are just like, look, look, we 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 just want to get rid of these guys if they don't want them, and if we get a great deal, then we will then we will get get rid of them. And now that's trickling down to so. It's NBA and LeBron. I'm more than an athlete. I have power over my career. I'm not just going to take the status quo. And athletes are also not under the illusion and still being manipulated with the, oh, it's team first. We are. We're trying to win a championship. Yeah, we are, but we're all mercenaries. Mm. We're all trying to do what everybody else is trying to have in life. We're, we're trying to have some job security, make as much money as possible, in a in a geographically desirable location and have a good family life. I mean, that's generally what everybody is trying to do. And that's what these athletes are trying to do. But when you see so much movement and players wanting to be traded because they are un- unhappy and all of that, this goes into this young people entitled thing, I think, a little bit. Like okay. when, when, when you look at Jalen Ramsey in particular, so he didn't like something that the front office said to him. Okay, put on your big boy pants because you wanted a new contract. They offered you a new con- contract. And if I am the Jaguars, I'm talking from the ownership side, I'm not trading you because guess what? You can only fake hurt so long. Right. Um, he's currently sick. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got a back injury. Oh, His back injury. back I'm is sorry. sore back now. No, Stefan Diggs is sick. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you can only fake that for so long because eventually they're going to send you to another doctor, get a second opinion, and that doctor is not going to be willing to risk his reputation. For playing your game. Yeah. So if then you're going to get hit with fines, conduct de- detrimental to the to the team. And if I'm the Jaguar, Shia Khan already said I'm not trading him. Right. And I don't blame him because they control they can control his rights while not paying him if he's not showing up for the next four years. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to call your bluff, buddy. I'm going to call your bluff. How about this? How about you show up to work, be a professional, and then you might actually get what you want. Prime example, A.J. Green. I didn't mean A.J. AJ Green uh, in, in Atlanta. Julio Jones. Oh, Julio. Julio just got the biggest guaranteed deal of any wide receiver. Got $66 million. I think 63 of it guaranteed. On at signing, that that's unheard of. Right. And what did he do? He said, "I want a new contract. I'm gonna I'm gonna show up to work though. I might I might not play this first first game, but I'm gonna show up to work. I'm gonna show up to practices. All this stuff. Keep doing the things. And the Atlanta Falcons rewarded him because they trusted him. He can be trusted to show up to the stadium every day. Can can you say that about Antonio Brown? No. Clearly, we see that. Can you and and Jalen Ramsey is kind of taking a hybrid approach in between those two. He said he wanted to be traded, and now he doesn't want to look stupid and back off of it. When in reality, he's gonna have to come off it because the Jaguars are not trading him. It, it is it's difficult, I think, for the average Joe right, who is not a professional athlete, to understand the athletes wanting to take control of their own careers. And I've always found it interesting that the average Joe never, or not never, but generally doesn't side with the athlete. So they side with the ownership, yeah. which has always been so strange to me. The ownership looks at you in the in the face, you the fan of said team or player, and says, we're never going to trade him. He's a lifer, and he gets traded. We're never going to cut him. He gets cut. We're never going to release him. He gets released. 
uh, we're not doing this. We're not tanking. We all know they're tanking. They lie to you and they do this. Anything they can do to, you know, it's going to either profit financially or yep. just make sense for them. And the players, they get ridiculed or bashed by their fans when they try to do the same for them. Yep. And oftentimes, I find it weird when, especially if I've given you all that I'm supposed to give you. So I'll give you an example if you want to go back to the NBA with Kevin Durant, LeBron James. How long do I have to give you? I gave you seven, eight years when I was with Cleveland. I gave you seven, eight years with uh, Oklahoma City, you know, what originally yeah. Seattle for him, but turned Oklahoma City. I'm deciding to move on. I need your unborn children, too. I did, yeah, it's like, what more do you want? Especially in the LeBron case, it was like, you've proven that you you as an organization can't do anything. By the way, the Cavs can't. Anytime he leaves, they stink. They're terrible. When he's there, they're at least semi-successful to great when he's there. So clearly that organization. So I think when you have guys who are wanting to take their own destiny uh, in their own hands, control their own careers, uh, Ezekiel Elliott jumping the gun on the contract because he's saying – he and his agents are saying, look, I see the trend with running backs. Y'all use us up. And then you're not Y'all franchise us that fifth year. Then you you uh, you franchise us one more year. And then you draft a new guy. And then you draft a new guy because I'm 27-ish, 28. And you say, well, 29, 30 is that year for running backs. So I'm not going to pay you five years, 60 million, 70, 80 million. So yep. I'm not going to do that. So, so we're not going to, you know, so – I see why Ezekiel would hold out because he has to protect himself. So I don't. I'm not. I'm like. I'm never upset with guys wanting to take uh, that route. Now there are some guys where you you say what, what's going on, like Antonio Brown, you know, acting kind of crazy in Pittsburgh. Help, it's like, dude. yeah, I think there has been a cry for help. Something, especially when you want it out of out of Pittsburgh, you finally get what you want. You get to a team where even the coach is just allowing everything. You to fly in a hot air balloon and. Just, <laughs> <laughs> allowing you to to freeze or burn your feet off and everything, and he's still riding with you. Uh, why are you now turning on them? Yep. So I do think there's a way to handle certain things, but I myself, I don't have a problem. Guys are trying to do what's best for them because these organizations, these coaches, these uh, man, uh, general managers, they're doing that. Yeah. And, and an average Joe, you would think, would support the player because they're they're the you in this instance. Yeah, they are the employee. And the and the craziest argument that I always hear is. Well, well, they uh, signed a contract. Yeah, but the contract is one-sided. How many times do we see, particularly in the NFL, you have teams that sign a guy to a deal, and then at the end of the deal, if they are underperforming on the back end of the deal, they say you either have to restructure or we're cutting you, right. or we're just going to cut you in general. Right. So the contract is one-sided, and players are no longer down with that. I'm glad you said it, George, because the contract for the play, for the ownership is just a contract, right? It's just paper. But for the player, fans and people want to hold them to the contract yeah. when the when the other side can do whatever they want with it. You're absolutely right about that. And so, uh, all right, so we got we got a break here. I want to uh, dive a little dive a little deeper into that, and also, what games in the NFL are you excited about? This weekend, what games matter the most? George Rice is going to break that down for us. Kelvin Washington, George Rice, we're in for Jason McIntyre. But first, I got to tell you about Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of the first year automatically, with no limit on how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Biggest matchups this NFL weekend. We'll have them next, Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The boys are back in town on the Jason McIntyre show. George Reister, Kelvin Washington. Call us 877-996-6369. So much great stuff today. It is Fox Football Sunday. Well, I'm sorry, Fox Football Saturday. Followed by Fox Fox Football Sunday. It is a great weekend. I mean, and it started on Thursday night with the NFL. Seahawks-Rams, that was awesome. Everybody knocks Thursday night football. Thursday night football is... It's getting better. It, but, I, but I feel like it... You know what they say about a first impression? I feel like if we had 10 amazing games like that in a row on Thursday night, and you ask somebody, you're a homeboy at work, hey, man, you watching a game tonight? What game? Thursday night football. Oh, I, don't, I don't watch Thursday night football. Like I feel like it's, it's, it's damned because of the first impression. You know yeah. what I mean? You never get a second chance to make a first impression. I feel like it had a bad couple of years where now it's no matter how great the game is, people's per- perspective is or perception is, ah, oh, Thursday night, might not, you know, Thursday night football. But Teams that was a have great figured game. out how to play ball on Thursday night. So and then last Thursday night, you had the Eagles and the Packers on in week four. In week three, you had the Titans and the Jaguars. You had Menchumania. So even though yep. the game wasn't necessarily great, you still got to see a show. 
And before that, you got uh, Buccaneers and Panthers. You got Cam. You got controversy with them. And that fourth down play, them not going to uh, Cam running it. You had McCaffrey trying to beat the edge instead of sticking his his shoulder down. This was absolute – like Thursday night, I think it took a while for – teams and coaches to figure out how to manage the uh, schedule in terms of preparation of their of their teams and because you are on a short week you play on a Sunday and then you turn around and play on a Thursday so there's the element of getting guys healthy right putting in a game plan and all of that I think that teams have really figured out how to do a better job but this week this week the game that I am well one of the games I'm really really looking forward to is the Bears at the Raiders, and only because of Khalil Mack. Okay, I was saying it has to be that, because I'm like, that is not an exciting game. But you're right, Khalil Mack is about to show London what a a defensive end slash linebacker looks like. Yeah, and then you had the Raiders trade him away. John Gruden trade him away, and he's got, I think, 17 sacks. Since he has been in, since he's been in Chicago, the Raiders as a an entire team have 18 sacks. He's got 10. He's got 10 forced fumbles. The entire Raiders team, eight in that entire time, and you're just saying, you know, he was the defensive player of the year, and he was still on his rookie deal, right? Like so, he's young, and this is the guy that you trade away. And then you can't make Amari Cooper work. Amari Cooper goes down to Dallas and looks like everything you thought he was going to be coming out of Alabama. And it makes you – and then then the guys you actually signed, Antonio Brown uh, and Perfect, as your offseason acquisitions, neither one of them is playing with you now. So you look like you are making bad move hand over fist. And guess what, George? It don't matter. That man got $100 million. Dude, John who, Gruden got $100 million. It don't matter what happens from here on out. Who does what? Wow, great play there by Michigan. Looked like uh, about a 50-yard catch. Snoozer. 50-yard pass. That was impressive. Uh, take that, Sam. <clears throat> so it it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, John Gruden also, not his pride, his reputation, yeah, but at the back of his head, he also knows, number one, I got $100 million. Number one, I'm probably going to get $10 million just to go back on TV. He's, he, he's kind of a made man. He is a – okay. So John John Gruden, who won a Super Bowl with Tom with Tony Dungy's guys, facts. Um, he had convinced everybody from being on television because we talked about how being on television makes people think that you have some sort of magic knowledge, that you have some sort of like intuitive thing that other people don't have, and you look like you are in a position of power and authority. But when you look at, I mean, this is the same dude that swore up and down that Nathan Peterman was the best quarterback in that in that draft. Yep. And he's not even a serviceable NFL backup. For his own team. Yeah. So so John so John John Gruden and you have Cliff Kingsbury, who is doing pretty well in in Arizona. But both of those guys I, I, I said that they should write a book on upward m- mobility. Right. That they need to – that because nobody has failed up better than Cliff Kingsbury, even though he's a good coach. Uh, it's it, I grant it, it's hard to win at Texas Tech because you got Baylor, you got Texas, you got Texas A&M all in the state. So you're like fifth in line in recruiting. So it's hard to win there in the, in the Big 12. But he didn't. He got fired, got the USC offensive coordinator job. 
didn't call a play, didn't recruit a player, and then all of a sudden he's the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. That is failing up. I mean, you ain't never lied. There, there's a few people who've been able to do that. You could argue uh, Lane Kiffin did that for a while, yep. where it's like, what have you really done that's been that successful as you keep getting these opportunities? Um, and, and he always, you know, again, found a way to get a new gig. Uh, and you're just like, huh? Some people have that. Some people are just, just you just mentioned it, where they, they deem you as some uh, genius or, or science, you know, mad scientist or whatever particular, whether it be defensively or especially offensively, then you get these opportunities. Chip Kelly, right? Kind of failed. But now you get a great gig at UCLA. I know, I know it's not a football powerhouse, but, I mean, you keep getting these opportunities. You're never hold, sitting on your couch on. for five it's years because you didn't get Chip a job. Kelly. The, the, see, Chip Kelly had so much success – while he was in college, he goes to the NFL and he some kind of way thought that his college system was going to work in, in terms of that. Giving them green smoothies? That the. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That the players were less important than the system. Mm-hmm. And it, that's kind of true in college because you can right. scheme people open. But in the pros, you need dudes. Like you need guys who are special to be able to win games. And he thought otherwise. And that didn't work. And then he comes back to college at UCLA, and the cupboard is bare. Yeah. But UCLA is playing better, though. I'll give you that. So I would give him I, – I think he's got one more year there because so – they, so they play today versus Oregon State at the Rose Bowl. They'll probably win that game. They'll probably finish the season with four or five, four or five wins. But they're better than they were – Last year, and I think that next year that you'll see that, you know, seven, eight win, get to a bowl game for Chip Kelly. Mm, I don't know about that. You're very optimistic. Uh, real quick update. Sam, take that. It's 10 nothing Michigan up on Iowa. Uh, one of your oh, Jim I think three coaching for games his job. He is out here coaching for his job. But Michigan was fortunate, too, on the first possession and first play for Iowa with uh, about 12 minutes, something, some change. They fumbled the ball around their own 19. Uh, and Michigan was able to get a field goal out of that. Now they come down to score, running touchdown there. That was off that big pass play, I told you. So uh, 10, 10 to nothing right now, Michigan over Iowa. Uh, another score for you, number 12, Penn State, is up, was it 14? I believe it is. 14 to nothing on, uh, is it Colorado? 12, 14 nothing on Colorado. Uh, so we'll give you some more updates as they come along. Uh, and, yeah, and we, and we got a guest coming on. We so, do have a guest coming yeah, on. Yeah, we got D- Doug Hendrickson, who's yes. the vice president of football at Wasserman, who is going to be talking to us about the California bill, name, image, and likeness, and how the players will be able to sign with agents and how that's actually going to play into it. Because we've seen so many people come out here and say, oh, this is a, a ploy from the shoe companies, that this is that this is, you know, Le- LeBron getting involved because he's doing uh, Nike's work. Other people, right. I mean, it's just absolute foolishness. But we're going to break down and see how the agents are actually preparing for this, how how it's not going to go into effect for 2023, and how the NCAA is going to respond to all of it. That's right. Doug Hendrickson is going to be joining us uh, in just a minute when we get to after we do some trending. I do want to also kind of tease some more of these games that look interesting, George. I know you mentioned to see Khalil Mack get some sacks, do what he does. But another couple of interesting games that, uh, to me, this Ravens-Steelers game, we can talk about that a little bit after Doug, uh, because 
if the Steelers were able to win this, all of a sudden we start questioning the Ravens, right? They were hot. We were ex- excited about their offense and things they were able to do. Now you start going, oh, is this working out? And uh, the Steelers could get something going. And I think another one to me also would be, believe it or not, this Browns 49ers game could be interesting too to see are the Browns really on the uptick now or are the 49ers really real and could they continue to lead that division in the NFC West? So a lot more of NFL football action to get to in a moment after we again do trending and then come back and talk to Doug Hendrickson. We will do that. But right now, it's Isaac Lowe and Cram. What's going on, Isaac? All right, Kelvin, let's get right to the college football scoreboard starting at the Big House where Michigan has just taken a 10-0 lead over 14th-ranked Iowa. Six and a half minutes in on a two-yard touchdown run by Zach Charbonnet set up by a 51-yard pass from Shea Patterson to Nico Collins. Number five, LSU, a 7-3 first quarter lead over Utah State. Sixth-ranked Oklahoma and Kansas have not started yet because they're in a weather delay. More on Kansas coming up shortly. Not Kansas football. (laughs) Eighth-ranked Wisconsin. Best story of the day. (laughs) Best. Maybe of the week. A 7-0 lead over Kent State. 322 left to play in the first quarter. Number 12, Penn State. A 14-0 advantage over Purdue eight minutes in and Texas Tech an early three nothing lead over number 21 Oklahoma State seven minutes and 20 seconds into that one now overnight Kansas athletic director Jeff Long issued an apology following Kansas's midnight madness basketball event at Allen Fieldhouse due to a performance by Snoop Dogg or as I call him Snoop D-O double jizzle. Do I have that right? <laughs> you do. Right, Just own it. Isaac, right. own it. That included pole dancers, a money gun, and profanity. And again, remember, in the timing is everything in life department, Kansas is currently facing five level one NCAA violation charges, including a lack of institutional control. So long statement read, and I'm not making this up. I'm quoting it word for word. We made it clear to the entertainer's managers that we expected a clean version of the show. I take full responsibility for not understanding what acrobatic dancers are in today's entertainment world and offer my personal apology to anyone who was offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere at Kansas and fell short of that this evening. Unquote. Quote of the century from Jeff Long. Calvin and George, all yours. Well, you know I've already uh, come up with multiple ways to spin this. I'm running low. I got. I gave you guys about three hours of it, or two two hours of it. I'm, sp- I'm running low now, Isaac. I'm finding a way to spin this, because Snoop, come on, Snoop. These are like amateurs, 18-year-old, 19-year-olds. But only thing, maybe the only thing I can think of again was if it was a course on what not to do. Right? Like, stay in school so you don't have to get on the pole. And hey, when you do get money, don't blow it frivolously. Well, and the other thing is, like, you know, pole dancing is an actual job now. It is an oh, actual for sure. workout for uh, for a women. This isn't. It's a thing. Like, you don't have to be ashamed of it. You, there's no body shame there, allowed. There is. No, you know what? There is a whole bunch of moms out here. That, one thing I've learned over the last five years. I know we got to get to Doug Hendrickson, and he probably doesn't want to hear any of this. But what I've learned over the last five years, there is an inner freak in all of our your, your moms, your wives, and people that you kind of don't think. Because they have all enjoyed 
pole dancing and fitness classes and pole like <laughs> the average house mom is is out here doing that on the weekends. Trust me, it's happening. So I just I digress. And we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Studios. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. And now we have uh, Doug Hendrickson on the line. Doug is a veteran NFL agent. He was actually my agent when I came into the NFL. He's represented the likes of the guys of Beast Mode, so many other NFL first-rounders, and he is the vice president of football at Wasserman, which is a huge agency. They do media. They do sports, all all sports. Uh, Doug, welcome into the program. Well, thank you guys for having me, and it's funny, kind of a nice segue. Snoop's a very close friend of mine, and uh, in, in correlation with the NCAA talk we're about to have, it's funny that, that Kansas wouldn't understand Snoop's show. And, uh, you know, they think he's going to come up there and just do some acoustic stuff, or whatever it may be, and for everybody. It's pretty ironic, but uh, in any event, great to have you guys. George, proud of you, man. You're doing a heck of a job, and uh, glad, to have, glad to be on the show. Uh, thanks, Th- thanks, Doug. Man, you you already know you are a personal friend. I always appreciate it. But uh, the the guy who kind of has spearheaded this whole the fair pay to play act and just signed it into law is Gavin Newsom, a guy that you've known a long time, and I met with you out in San Francisco many many years a- ago. But I'm looking at it like, what did you think about his decision to announce it on the shop with LeBron? Well, I thought it was great. And, you know, I've known about this bill for quite some time. George and Gavin, I've talked about it. You know, he played baseball at Santa Clara. You know, I played at San Jose State, so I've known him a long time. As you know, he's very involved with a lot of players and, and, and my guys and, and whatnot. And so he's a huge sports guy. And so, you know, he's always felt passionate about this particular bill in regards to the NCAA and how unfair it is and all that. And, uh, you know, LeBron reached out to him, uh, you know, a few months back. Uh, when, when you get kind of wind, this may be going on, and really say, hey, man, I'd love to have you do it on, on this show. I think it's a great platform. And, and I thought it was great. I thought you, you saw, you know, Gavin, the governor, uh, on, the, uh, you know, on the show kind of laid back in a, in a really cool forum and, uh, you know, with LeBron and also, you know, two Washington clients, uh, the gymnast and Diana Taurasi. And I thought it was a really good platform, really good um, uh, From the panel Fox they had Studios well, too, talking about the uh, – uh, you know what's going on and the issues that we face right now in college athletes. So how how is an agent being that athletes will then be able to sign with agents after they're out of high school to be able to get endorsement deals if this goes through as it as it's supposed to in 2023? How are you looking and other agents looking to prepare for this and deal with uh, the colleges and all of that? Well, it's interesting because I think that, you know, what, 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 what Gavin or the governor did, I should call him a professional today, they call him the governor. What, what, what he did was, you know, he signed the bill. Now the bill has to be passed. But the implementation part of it now has to kind of fall on the NC2A and the other bodies to figure out what this is. I don't think anybody's really thought um, in, in regards to really what this means, for example, if, if the, the hardware store in L.A. wants to bring the QB at USC uh, a, a deal, what does he do? Does he go to the kid? Does he go to the parents? Does he go to school? You know, what happens? I mean, I just think back to the days of Lionheart and Reggie Bush in USC. What a windfall that would have made these guys back in the day in L.A. Um, but, yes, I mean, we're, we're, we're sitting here now thinking, okay, 
what does this mean, George? Does this mean now instead of calling you when you're junior in college, now i got to call incoming freshmen? Um, my wife's not too happy about it. It makes my job harder. But um, it's something that we all have to kind of prepare for and figure out, you know, what is the next step in the landscape? And I don't think anybody's really figured that part of it out yet. But it will drastically change the landscape because this will happen. You know, you already got in Florida talking about it now. You know, you know Nick Saban and the governor of Alabama is all over this, okay, and Texas and the football schools. So this thing will happen. And then the question is, is what's the landscape going to be and how much will change? Well, Doug, I want to ask you, I want to play the other side to it. I think because I think it sounds as if you're in favor of it and George and I are. And it seems to, to be kind of obvious to us. Why not? But let me let me ask you the other side. What are, if what can you see where the critics would say, hey, hold on here. This may not be good for the game or hold on here. Uh, this may be a way that kind of dooms the NCAA and amateurism. Like, so what, where are the what are the critics saying about this? Well, you know, the critics are saying, you know, it's, you know, the purity of the of college sports and you're getting you know, a college education, you're getting, um, you know, tuition, room board, all these different things and, and all that. And, and, and look, I, I get that part of it and, and, and whatnot. But, you know, I've also seen in Georgia scene too, as a, as a, a player at Oregon, you know, how many players that are getting to college that, you know, can't afford to, to get through the month, can't afford to, you know, get back to see a, a, a sick mom or sick dad or whatever it may be. And, and look, let's face it, the, the rules here for 95% of the athletes aren't going to change a whole lot. Okay, but what it does do is allows you know the water polo players or the the swimmers to maybe do some lessons in the off season to make some money. As an athlete, you can't have a job, right? And so you know the pundits that are out there, Doug Gottlieb and these guys that are ripping it, I don't really understand it because the reality is this is a big business. Um, Nick Saban's making probably fifteen million dollars a year at Alabama. Um, the players are making nothing, and so you know I, I don't see any downside whatsoever in regards to what this is trying to do. Um, it may be a big windfall for some players, but for a lot of the rank and file, it's going to just allow them maybe a little bit more to be able to do something uh, else or help a, mo- a mom and dad out or get them to a game or whatever it may be that, that is out there. So I don't see any really negative things about it at all. We're on with Doug Hendrickson, veteran NFL agent and vice president of football at Wasserman agency. Uh, Doug, I've, I'm just wondering, because people are speculating, how much money do you think it will be available for, you know, for the big name guys and how much opportunity is there, whether it is sponsorships, endorsement with with car dealerships? How much do you think is out there for college players? There's a lot. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. And especially if, the, if these and well, well, the other thing, too, that people don't talk about is that, you know, the early recruiting stages. Now, let's just play this thing out. It's 2019. We're almost in 2020. Uh, if these things don't really get implemented in other areas of the South and all that, you're going to have an inordinate amount of players that are not going to be going to Alabama or, or Clemson or Georgia or these SEC schools. If you're a player at the ilk of Tua or, or uh, the Lawrence kid at, at Clemson, why go there versus going to USC, UCLA, Cal? Okay? So I think now you're going to get players rec- committing earlier to California schools. Okay? And I think if the schools out, out in the West are winning and doing well, uh, and again, I hark back to those USC glory days with Pete Carroll and, and Reggie and Matt and those guys. Uh, I mean, you're talking about, I think, for the top-level players, millions of dollars. Yeah, they were rock stars, right? I mean, they were they were like pro players while they were in college. Uh, 
let me ask you this one, last one for me, Doug. All right, so you have a lot of people who are uh, are kind of questioning, saying, well, now you're going to be able to have so-and-so's dealership and a booster just funnel them $10,000 and say, hey, why don't you pay player X this money and act like it's coming from you? But some would say, obviously, you're not going to be able to legislate everything and govern everything. But most people would say, that's happening already. At least now the kid won't be deemed a threat to society and be ineligible and he's a bad person for doing something that's happening already. Well, 100%. And look, and the people out there they've been are being naive and think it doesn't happen, they're crazy. It happens. Okay, without question, it happens. Um, and, you know, you see a lot of families from some of these SEC schools that are just suddenly moving out to that area. Well, how are they moving out there? Okay, so people, <laughs> right. people will turn a blind eye all the time. It, for the listeners out there, it happens. So, yes, now this will happen legally. I think the biggest question in implementation is what is the right plan? And, and they're still trying to figure that part of it out. I mean, how does it go? Is there... You know, if so-and-so is trying to bring a player or something, what's the right landscape? How do you do it? Um, and so I think I know that's the next phase in terms of what happens because you're right. It, it could be, you know, a wild, wild rust scenario too where, you know, if it's not implemented the right way, then there could be a lot of, you know, people showing up on campus and doing this and that. Uh, so I think there's going to be a system in place. Uh, you know, the governor's job was to know that the system was broke and to sign the bill that would now fix the problem. And now it's up to a lot of other people to figure out, okay, how do we implement it, do it? But without question, this is a game changer. It's the right way to go. You look at any athletes across the board, whether it be the women athletes to LeBron James to Draymond Green to, you know, you name it, everybody and all the athletes are in favor of it, okay? And um, it, it makes sense. It really does. And, and I applaud the governor for doing it. And I think that um, it, it's going to be a really good situation uh, going forward for everybody. Doug, man, thank you for coming Thanks, in. Doug breaking it down for us I, I i i can't wait to see you and when you're back down in la i'm taking you out to lunch man i appreciate it no, no i'm taking you out george and like i said you guys have a heck of oh that's good i, I paid you enough <laughs> <laughs> yes you did but uh no great to have me on guys i appreciate it all right doug Hendricks, we appreciate it thank you uh yeah i was gonna say man first of all at, at one more point I was going to be like, who doesn't he know? He's like, yeah, Governor uh, Gavin. Uh, uh, he was like, oh, my bad. I call him Governor. Uh, I got to call him Governor. Y'all, y'all call him Governor. I call him Gavin News. And then he goes on and he's like, so, so, yeah, Snoop, my best friend Snoop and I, you know, we go back to, like, who doesn't he know? My goodness. All right. Uh, why don't we end it with this, man? One more for you and I. Let's get back into this NFL. I told you I want to throw some of these teams at you uh, and some of these games at you and what you expect and what you want to see from these games. We will do that next. George Reister, Kelvin Washington, and on the Jason McIntyre Show. It's Fox Sports Radio. Great news. What's that? There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com. And see how much you can save, Kelvin. Can I can I crack a joke here? Okay, go on. Sam thinks he's slick. Return of the Mac. Talking about Jay Gruden. Oh, Jay Gruden is I see what you're doing out here. It is an you, epic you, disaster. So allegedly, Jay Gruden, uh, there's a video that was, I guess, filmed like a year ago, but it's kind of just now surfaced of him out. Enjoying a night on the town with uh, smoking a J, if you know what I mean, and then uh, flirting with the young women of the of the town. Yep. And the best part of the video is 
Someone goes, Jay, Jay, Jay. And he's like, looks up. And you can tell he's like, you like, mother, I can't believe like, you. You going to call me by, by, by my, my name, government name, name all out in public? And, and so, again, then there's even reports that the Redskins leaked it as a way to say, now we can fire this what? guy. What? Do you realize how crazy that is? As bad as the Redskins have been with Jay Gruden, you need to leak a tape to fire him? George, we're talking about the Redskins. So, yes, this is sounds very Redskinian. Okay, this sounds like the Redskins and Dan Snyder. So, first of all, we were talking about this, I think, more off the air, but certain guys who get all these opportunities on the air as well, what has Jay Gruden really done? Except have the last name Gruden, because you can argue his brother has been slightly overrated. Yeah. What has he done? To have the to have such a long tenure. That's the thing about the coaching ranks. Boy, I'll never understand. I Good old boys club. You can be coach of the year literally and be fired. Yep. Like, hey, you were coach of the year, Dwayne Casey. Great job. Here's your here's your pink slip. <laughs> Excuse me, pink slip. What do you mean? I was just coach oh, of the year. Oh, hold on. But but with the with the Toronto Raptors, that they did end up winning the the uh, NBA yeah, championship. They got the next year. I'm just saying. So, so that that's the one well, instance where where it worked out. Ordinarily, George, it does not work George, out. George, Gavin, Gavin, tell tell George when you get a top three player in the NBA, all of a sudden things will change a bit. I agree. I totally agree that they upgraded. And I'm not saying the he's roster. not a great coach who they have now. But I'm just saying, simply, this happens regularly where coaches who are winning and are and or are successful are let go. And I do think they don't give coaches enough time, right? Yep. Hey, here's a situation that's been crap. We've been terrible. We've been owing this, one in that, three in this. Hey, come fix everything in a year and a half. No. Or you're gone. It takes a while to get players in, especially in college, man. But but Jay, Jay Gruden, the craziest part about his thing was just the, the fact that this dude was amongst <laughs> the people out there smoking a Jay or or to take a Kelvin approach, he was smoking a rolled cigarette. A, ro- a rolled cigarette. Maybe just discussing directions with the young woman. Sitting, How do you get sitting to? On, maybe he sitting was just, on the sidewalk. Then when he sat down, so if you got to see the video, then he just sits down like, yo, I'm too hammered to be walking around these streets. I'm going to sit down for a little bit. Matter of fact, baby girl, sit down with me. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your dreams. Tell, <laughs> tell me your ambitions. Yeah, this is the end of Jay Gruden. You, will he make it through the season? Yes, because so? Daniel Snyder is the is the owner, man. You can't expect anything great to happen and while he's the owner. Haskins wasn't even the guy he wanted to draft. This is just bad. This is all bad. The Washington Redskins need to get their their own reality TV. Just actually get a reality TV show. They might actually be more popular, man. Great show, man. I enjoy working I with enjoyed you, brother. It. Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.